Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, the 19th day of May. We'll start with this. Police are investigating after a food delivery driver was shot in North Philadelphia Thursday afternoon, the 1700 block of North Grant Street. Police say a man working as a delivery driver was shot in the chest while inside his vehicle. He was taken to Temple University Hospital by police and is currently listed in critical condition. Police believe the victim was working for Grubhub and was dropping off food in the area. Grubhub could not confirm if it was indeed one of their drivers, but did release a statement saying, Our thoughts are with the driver and his loved ones after today's shocking incident. We've offered our assistance to Philadelphia local law enforcement and are currently working to identify whether this was one of our delivery partners. Authorities believe robbery may have been the motive and no arrests have been made. The idea of year-round schooling in Philadelphia is back in the spotlight. The controversial proposal was one of the campaign ideas of Democratic mayoral nominee Sherelle Parker. And now that Parker has won the Democratic primary... Others are taking a hard look at the possibility of ditching summer in favor of full-time schooling. Superintendent of Philadelphia Schools, Tony Watlington, will present a pilot program for year-round schools in his five-year strategic plan. More information will be revealed at a meeting on Thursday, May 25th. David Hornack, the executive director of the National Association for Year-Round Education, said about 4% of schools across the United States already have what he calls a balanced calendar. And he said it's been successful because students don't experience learning loss from a long summer break since they are not out of school as long. He also said it will it allows for early intervention if a student falls behind. Uh, there's no timeline for when the school calendar could change at this point. But I assume they have, I don't, I've never looked at the full breakdown of the calendar if there is... Uh, a, pr- a plan like that, I assume there are breaks in between, like spring breaks, you know, a couple yeah. of weeks here and there. So I, I read up on it when, uh, you know, I saw it pop up in the news and that uh, our, our more than likely new mayor is, is behind it. Um, uh, and, it, you know, what I thought it was and what it really is is a little bit different and it seems more workable, okay. you know. So, um, yeah, but it depends on what version makes it, if it does make it. Yeah. Uh, you you guys are parents. What would what would your take be it's on it? It's an interesting concept. I mean, my kids are, you know, at the tail end of school right now, so I don't really, I, I don't have as much of a vested interest in it <laughs> right, anymore. Right, right, right. You know, it's, I, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, I have I have wonderful memories of summer vacations as a kid. And yeah. It was a pretty awesome thing. But... I'd see the merit of this as well, you know, and, and if you get a couple of weeks break or, you know, a, or a three-week break or whatever, that's pretty solid, too. Yeah. I, I have three nephews, uh, two of whom are in uh, Virginia, and then my, my nephew Matthew's out in Colorado, and Steve, their school's wrapping up really soon. And so for them to start summer, <clears throat> excuse me, now, I think there's um, an advantage to that, you know, and I'm, I'm excited for them to be able to start now, but then... You get into August, and it's right around the corner, you know? Yeah, so true, like, true, yeah. And so when we plan our summer vacations with my family, we have to take in consideration consideration what they're doing versus what Ben's schedule's like and what our schedule's like. Yeah, a little bit of juggling will be involved yeah, if they do yeah. it. It'll be like all the pot laws, which state has. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, two, my two kids, uh, they're done next week. Are they really? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for some parents, it might be it might be easier if you've got two full time jobs. Yes, and uh, and they need you know some daytime. Uh, uh, supervision, then that could work out better. On top of that, kids that have food insecurities at home, yeah. they're going to school and they're able to get meals and such, you mm. know, we, with all the work we do with abundance. Mm. Mm. I don't know. All right, one last story. A fake grenade caused a scare and shut down a part of the Schuylkill Expressway on Thursday afternoon. One of those novelty grenades. Uh, Police say that they were called out for a vehicle investigation uh, just past Montgomery Avenue around 2 p.m. and noticed what appeared to be a grenade. Upon further investigation, it was determined that it was not real and possibly a toy grenade. Come on. Uh, The scene was cleared and the road was reopened a little after 3 p.m. I used to have a uh, a dummy grenade as a kid. I think it was Army Surplus Purchase or something. I think it was to teach throwing a grenade. Yeah. And uh, it turns out people are frightened of grenades. Yeah. I I had, I remember having a a plastic grenade. I mean, it was because we, dude, I had plastic machine guns. Everything. Yeah. And all of that stuff. The whole war set. And yes. And so there was. There was Full war set. I had it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Somebody could accidentally think it's real nowadays and actually right. shoot you, so probably not a good idea anymore. Not that I expect you guys to know this offhand, but like what's the blast radius of a grenade? It's it's um I don't know for sure. There there used to be a um there was a show, Steve, that was yeah. on and it was uh oh man, what was, was it Lee Ermey's show? No, no, no. It was when they would take uh um they would take uh scenarios and test them out and they would use dummies and uh right. Uh, pressure sensitive uh, sensors and uh, and and they would figure out wh- how uh, they, they would take um, like a um, oh man I, I wish I could remember this it's like it, it's not MythBusters is it no no it was like uh, like the toughest warrior or whatever oh they, yeah they yeah, yeah. A, they would take a French Foreign Legion I guy know what you're talking and, about and then yeah. they would take an uh, 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 an MI6 person deadliest warrior deadliest yeah, warrior yeah, yeah. that was it and so they would analyze yeah. all right. these weapons and how, what they would do to the human body and Casey they would use grenades on there from time to time okay and it's not as big of an area as you think. I mean, like, if one went off in this room, yeah, the pressure alone is probably going to kill us. Yeah, or, yeah. or a few of us, but some right. of us would survive. Okay. Uh, but it, it all depends on, is it inside, is it outside, how far away are you? But I, the, the bottom line is, I don't know the People answer. People don't like them. Uh, that's the, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they just don't like them detonating close to them. The uh, standard M67 has a wounding radius of 15 meters, which is about 49 feet, uh, which is half of that of older grenades. So I just looked that up, and that's what it says. Half so, of that of older grenades. Yeah, so I guess older grenades uh, did more damage. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nick. I'm just old school grenades. I yeah, can't help it. I know. It's yeah. just the type of grenade I was raised on. Yeah, you're a traditionalist <laughs> yeah. when it comes to grenades. Uh, and for, wounding radius. Further details on the incident. Get good grades in school, you get a grenade. Uh, we're not immediately <laughs> released. All right, in sports. <laughs> So the Phillies, who have lost four games in a row, were off last night. They return home to open up a weekend series against Chicago Cubs tonight. Rangers. No. Rangers Suarez. <laughs> they did that day off just perfectly. <laughs> we'll get the start. First pitch scheduled for 7.05. In the NBA, the Nuggets beat the L.A. Lakers, winning 108 to 103 last night in Denver. Jamal Murray scored 23 of his 37 points in the fourth quarter. 
leading the Nuggets to the win and uh, two games to none lead in the series. Game three, tomorrow night in Los Angeles. Tip-off will be at 8.30. Eastern Conference Finals continue tonight in Boston with the Miami Heat leading that series against Celtics. one to nothing. Tip-off will be at 8.30. And in the NHL, the Conference Finals began last night in Raleigh as the Florida Panthers beat the Carolina Hi- Hurricanes, winning 3-2 to two in the fourth overtime during the game. Wow. Uh, with only 12.7 seconds left in the game's fourth overtime, Matthew Kachuk beat Frederick Anderson in the final seconds of the fourth overtime to give the Panthers the win. Game two is tomorrow night in Raleigh. The Western Conference Finals get underway tonight in Las Vegas as the Golden Knights will host the Dallas Stars, and the puck will drop at 8.30. Do you know in a bizarrely circuitous way the Florida Panthers are involved in my radio career uh, in mornings? No, because so? uh, my friend was working at a radio station in Manhattan, Q104, and her news guy left to go be the color commentator for the Panthers. No kidding. And she, needing somebody, gave me a call, and I said... <laughs> Who the hell wakes up that early? <laughs> Famous last words. That's and, interesting. And so that, and I always have a fond... That's an interesting yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. So are you going to pull for him in the uh, in the cup? If they, well, if they go up against if the they, Flyers, never, but of course that's not going to happen. So yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, right. yeah, I'm in. You know, they have a uh, former uh, Flyer in net, Steve. They got uh, Sergei Borowski, their goalie. I'm winning all and of them. Radko Gudis and Nick Cousins, so they got a bunch of former right. Flyers on the team. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, cool. And I heard the name Kachuk. Is that any relation to, was it Keith Kachuk? Yes, it's his son. He's, no he's kidding. two kids in the NHL, including Matthew. Our own Chuck <laughs> sister's name, Kachuk. Chuck. Chuck Kachuk. Listen, we have a lot to do today, and I want to get right to it. Um, I guess first and foremost, we ought to award our coolest teacher prize Ooh. this morning. All right, so we had Salesianum uh, School yesterday. Yeah. Sally's. Nailed it. Uh, thank you. I practiced it in my head a couple times. Pots uh, and pants. We had the students text in and let us know who they thought the coolest teacher of the year was, and guess what, gang? We've got an answer to that, and we are going to award... Our prize right now. So, thanks to everybody who texted in and let us know. Somebody who made a difference over the last year. And we are happy to award this year's coolest teacher prize to Coach Dennis Walker. Coach Dennis Walker. Yeah. Coach Walker is the, uh, uh, does health and gym. So, uh, he is... Currently completing his 28th year as a health and physical education teacher right there at Sally's. That's amazing. He's been there for 28 years. Uh, He spent 14 years as the head coach of the baseball team as well. Uh, And I guess the students love him. Yeah. Because they have nominated him to be the coolest teacher of the year at Sally's. So congratulations, Mr. Walker. We're going to give you a couple of things. We're going to give you the coolest teacher of the year. Coffee mug, which is uh, which is the prize. Yes, I think you should it's, hang on to that. You, it's a great way to casually walk around with that facing forward yes. as you're hanging out with your other teacher friends, so they can say, "Oh, I guess you're the coolest teacher." And we're going to give you a fifty dollars Five Below gift card to boot. This whole thing is sponsored by our friends at Five Below. So congratulations. Mr. Walker, make sure you guys let him know that he was a winner and uh, he he has a chance to call in this morning. We'd love to uh, highlight a little bit about him and find out why he's the coolest teacher. All right, that means we need to choose a new school. I'm ready to go. Mr. Morrison gets the honor today and you, the chosen school, get the weekend to vote. So rattling around in the jar. I'm fisting this thing like crazy. All right, here we go. I'm to make sure this is fair. All right. All right, Preston. I'm withdrawing a slip of paper. I can feel it in my hands. It appears to be one slip of paper. 
That school is Roman Catholic High School, Philadelphia. All right. Roman Catholic in Philadelphia. Here's what you need to do. Very easy for you to vote. You just text the word teacher to 39333, and we will send you the voting link, and you take it from there. Now, you get the weekend. This happens when we choose on Friday. Monday morning, we'll have the tally together. We'll make the announcement. We'll award the prize, and then we'll choose another school. So Roman Catholic uh, school students, you guys get to do the voting. We want to know somebody, whoever it is, whatever teacher has made a difference uh, that has affected your life in a positive way, we want to know about it. So make sure you just text the word teacher to 39333, and you will be good to go. All right, with that under our belt, we have a few other things that are taking place. Uh, joining us this morning will be comedian Joe Dombrowski, who will be performing at Helium Comedy Club this week uh, or through the weekend. And around 9 o'clock, we'll get Joe in here. And we have a lot of things ready to go. We are officially one week away wow. from the official opening of the Jersey Shore, the live broadcast that will take place at Keenan's Irish Pub at this time. Next week, we will be on stage. Yes. We want newbies down there. Yes. We want people who have listened to it for years. Maybe we're not able to attend because of their age. They've turned the 21 mark and yep. now can participate. And we also we want to see you there. We want to highlight our 25th anniversary. Uh, that's kind of the celebration. So uh, if you're 25, yes, it's yeah. going to be your day. Absolutely. 25s all around. We'd like to have you there. So uh, all the information is available at uh, WMMR.com, PrestonSteve.com. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to give a lot of things away that morning. We're going to do some contests. And we're going to open up summertime at the shore. Yes. That's what that is all about. So a great one. One week from today, make your plans now. Come and join us. We're going to come back in just a second. Entertainment Report and Stupid Question on the way. Stay put. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card if you can answer <clears throat> this question correctly. This is All pretty right. interesting. Where were the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and Bill of Rights stored during World War II? Oh. Where were they stored, yeah. obviously? Important to make sure those documents remain intact. Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. So it was all three of those. Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and Bill of Rights. 
during World War II. Where were they stored? Uh. We'll mention some birthdays while we await your answer. Today we have some big ones, uh, or a really big one in the world of music. Uh, Mr. Pete Townsend turns <laughs> 78 years old today. So you're just saying uh, the, this, the teacher the uh, who, who won today, Mr. Walker... Which always makes me think it's a boy, Mr. Walker. Yes. Yeah. Boy, Mr. Walker. Boy, and that makes me think of Max. Max. Right? Yeah. He's our former yeah. intern yeah. who is uh, who had that, right? That was, what was well, the his, story When about? he was born, yeah. his last name is Walker, Max Walker. And Max used to work with us as an intern, and now he works down the hall at Ben FM. And when he was born, his dad requested that be played in the in the delivery room. So Mr. Walker, it's a boy, was being played. And then Max ended up interning at the radio station cool. well, many years later. Uh, legendary. Yeah, he's amazing. Incredible songwriter, incredible performer. One of those, uh, one of the, the Who, one of those rare bands that had two great singers. Yes, uh, together and and could take uh, the lead, and uh, which yeah, I think gives a, a band some real depth uh, when you're able to do that. But obviously, in, in the world of songwriting, unbelievable, he's just a masterpiece. And you know, yeah. he, he created masterpieces. There's a version of "Let My Love Open the Door" that's a more. Um, Tamp down version, yeah, like acoustic. Acoustic. It is in my top ten <laughs> favorite. I love this song. Have you Same. ever heard the version, Preston? They played it on the Goldbergs a couple of times. Um, I probably have. Yeah. It's not coming to mind oh, right it's now. It's gorgeous. It's okay. wonderful. Yeah, and yeah, his solo career, man. I loved his stuff. Yes, uh, slit skirts and uh, uh, give blood. Yeah, and, you know, a bunch of songs that he did as a solo artist as well. And the the Who is still touring. Um, they had their, I remember they had their farewell tour in the 1980s. Yes. In the 80s. Still going on, longest tour ever. Yeah. Uh, I, so. Seeing them in concert, seeing them at Shea Stadium, you know, with the Clash opening, yeah. one of the, the greatest experiences of my life. Just wow. an amazing show. Uh, so he turned 78 years old today. Uh, Phil Rudd plays drums for the band ACDC, and he turns 69 years old today. A lot of, uh, a lot of musicians that are not drummers... Uh, really like Phil Rudd because he keeps it simple. Yeah. Uh, he plays just what the music calls for and doesn't try to overplay at all, and some musicians really like that. Uh, just a good, solid drummer. He turns 69 years old today. Uh, we also have Grace Jones turning a year older, uh, the eccentric model, actress, and singer. I was just uh, reading an interview with Dolph Lundgren, who dated her for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he has... Yeah, she's just as crazy as you thought she was. Yeah. I liked her in the movie uh, Boomerang. Oh, she's great. Stranger. Yeah. Uh, was her name. <laughs> Stranger. She's also in From a View to a Kill. That's right. Yeah. Uh, she is uh, 75 years old today. Uh, David Hartman, remember him, Steve? Yes, he would, uh, was the host of Good Morning America. I think he came out of athletics. Yeah. And, and then uh, became uh, a, a journalist. And an actor yeah. as well. And he is uh, 88 today. He That was... I. <laughs> You know when you're going to school and you're on whatever ritual you had in the morning when you were going to school as a kid, you began to loathe everything involved with it. Mm-hmm. My mother would put on Good Morning America and I'd see that guy's face and I that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. He turns uh eighty-eight today. Wow. Uh James P. Hoffa, lawyer and Teamster Union leader, son of the legendary Teamsters head Jimmy Hoffa, uh is eighty-two years yeah. old today. Yep. Uh, Michael Che from Saturday Night oh. Live. It's a big birthday for him. He turns 40 years old. So the word was, like, uh, he was going to leave last season and go off and, <laughs> and do other stuff. And he, I think he's going to be a, a long hauler in the uh, in the end. Yeah, know? he actually came on Weekend Update and said, uh, I don't know where these rumors got yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking around. Yeah. Him and Joe, they've really, um, they're great now. They, they it, There were some growing pains. 
Okay. That pairing. I'll tell you what won me over, Nick, was when they started doing um, this bit, Preston, where they write jokes for each other yeah, that are it. absolutely wrong. Yeah. Like, not acceptable. Yeah. And they... The premise is, I don't know if this is actually the case, that they're reading them on the air live for the first time. Yeah, I think they them. are. I, yeah. you know, I, I, and if they're not, they're doing a they're great good job actors, of selling it. But yeah. it's, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, also turning a year older and half the age of Michael Che is Jojo Siwa. Uh, the uh, YouTuber. Now you're talking my jam. Yeah. I'm all about it. I, that's That's my creative muse. So 20 years old. And then I saved the best for last, our good friend, Jeff Devlin. Yeah. Yeah. We love Jeff Devlin. In fact, Jeff's uh, birthday was on our calendar uh, yes. for yes. today, our, our reminder calendar, <laughs> uh-huh. Jeff guys, Devlin's birthday. Do you guys remember why? No. no. When he was in here a few months ago, he was telling us how much of a fan he was, and he's like, gosh, I just hope one day that you guys will announce my birthday. Ah! <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> there you go, Jeff. You made it. Yeah. That's it. We love it. Jeff Devlin. Stonehouse Revival, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that show. I, yeah. I keep all of the episodes on my DVR because yeah. I find them very soothing. Nice. <laughs> I, I, and, you know, he, he posts really, I, I love the stuff he posts on Instagram because oh, to me it's just like visually soothing to watch somebody like it's like ASMR for it, for you know uh, yeah people who can't do what he does woodworking and is stuff it because like that. he's so handsome Casey he's uh, no it's, it's his hands his hands are so delicate yet rugged you yeah. know you want so, them around yeah. just holding your face on yeah. each side of your yeah. cheek as he looks into your eyes and says. <laughs> Wood planer. Yeah. Real quick though, uh, it's also Wendy's birthday. Wendy of Survive Survival. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. Wendy, uh, who who lived in an RV when we were at Y100 for a week straight, where we had nothing but the song. I have a tiger from Survivor playing 24 hours a day. My God, that was a great contest. That could have been the greatest contest I think it, we've it ever done. It might be. And also the most excruciating for the participants. Oh, without question. I mean, this was playing, and you could not control the volume. Yep. So no. uh, they had to put up with this for the entire week. In fact, we had control of the volume. We did up we in the studio. We could crank it up when we wanted to just to piss them off. And then we had them doing challenge, but... In and above that, that group of contestants we had could not have been more perfect. Yeah. She was great. Uh, Beers yeah. uh, was great. All those guys. Homeless had, Jay. Homeless, homeless Jay. Jay. <laughs> uh, Beaver. Uh, Stormy Beaver. Stor- Stor- Beaver. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, yeah Stormy Beaver. I, yeah. I see her occasionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's great. She, uh, she she used to be in Manium. And then, so it, it was when the, the TV show Survivor came out, and that's why we did it. Yeah. And then the next year... <laughs> They did. Uh, they they moved it to Australia and they called it Survivor Outback. So we did the same contest again, and we called it Survive Survivor Outback. We just moved it behind the building, yeah. and so it was Outback. And what song did we play over and over? We played over? Run Joey Run. <laughs> yep. This horrible song from the 1960s. Yeah, you, man. You know, oh my God, Marissa. That's, that's what happens when you have a very uh, disinterested legal department. Uh-huh. Do we have Run Joey Run? It's a story. Every night, the same old dream. <laughs> this is horrible. Need to close my eyes. I can't erase the memory, the sound of Julie's cry. So the dad doesn't want them to get married, no. and he comes in. He's going to kill the guy yeah, yeah. Kill and shoots his own daughter by accident. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> my bad. Oh. <gasps> Sorry. He's going to leave a mark. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Okay. All right, so happy All right. birthday, Wendy. Yeah. 
Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Where were the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights stored during World War II? And to the phones we go, it is Barry that we're going to go to. Uh, Barry, good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Barry, where were the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, Bill of Rights stored during World War II, please? Fort Knox. Oh, Fort Knox. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to set you up with a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And back for a limited time, Dine and Discover special three-course dinner for two for only $45.90. You can explore menu favorites from the grill, land, or sea, including two salads, two entrees, and a shareable dessert. You can visit bonefishgrill.com. I, I just recently saw a special about Fort Knox, and they left that information out of it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. All right, so Angelina Jolie announced a new fashion venture aimed at allowing customers to participate in the making of their own creations with master tailors, pattern makers, and artisans around the world while keeping discarded fabric out of landfills. She said on Instagram uh, that the project will make use of dead stock fabric and vintage materials. You know what this is? Huh. It's derelict. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she said, we hope to create a community of creativity and inspiration regardless of socioeconomic background. We will spotlight the people who play a part in each creation. We will bring together a diverse team, including apprenticeships for refugees and other talented, underappreciated groups with positions of dignity based on skill. Are those sleeves road cones? I uh, like it. The project <laughs> hopes to share the richness of the cultural heritage and support the development of their own businesses. In addition, customers will be able to repair or upcycle pieces from their closets as a way to eliminate waste. I get a lot of um, uh, clothing suggestions to buy on uh, on Instagram, Steve, and there was oh, yeah. one the other day that I got... It was for hats and not baseball caps, but I swear to God, it looked like the hat that like the lady wears in Mary Poppins is feeding the birds. Oh, really? I yeah, was like, yeah. what is... <laughs> Sometimes I... Though, you know what? The greatest thing that this show has helped me with uh, is learning tri-blend. Yeah. Uh, oh. Once I learned that the, that shirt, mm. tri-blend. What am I wearing Just right Just look now. for that. Yes, I'm wearing tri-blend right now. That's mm. a super soft t-shirt. Yes, it is. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Tri-blend. All right, so maybe uh, Angelina will have tri-blend in better. line. We'll see. Harrison Ford fought back tears during, tears during the premiere of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at uh, Cannes on Thursday. <laughs> the presentation... <laughs> Kicked off with a montage of the star's career highlights. According to Variety, he told the audience, I'm very moved by this. Uh, they say when you're about to die, you see your life flash before your eyes. And I just saw my life flash before my eyes. Would have been great. a wonderful evening. Would have been great if you were to drop dead right there, right? <laughs> we talk about, yeah, a complete yeah. rap on a career. He said, a great part of my life, but not all of my life. My life has been enabled by my lovely wife, who has supported my passion and my dreams. And I'm grateful, he said. Calista Flockhart, right? Yeah. Uh, the outlet added that following the film, that he teared up while Dial of Destiny received a five-minute standing ovation. You know, Harrison Ford's ex-wife was the scriptwriter of E.T. Okay. No, yeah, did not know that. So, um, I, the press, did you finish Shrinking by any chance on Apple TV? No, I... I uh, it didn't do it for you? No, I just, there's too many things going on right now, and I don't have time to watch another show, but I, I'll probably eventually watch it. Steve, his character in that show is great. I watched a bit oh, of it. Oh, you did? And, okay. I, and, I, and I do like it. I am, um, 
I'm in the I have too much to watch right now, so yeah. I'll probably do the same thing. Mm. But I, I really do like it. I loved it. There was one scene that got me. It was Harrison Ford, pretty much without giving anything away, they had to go to a dorm room. And Harrison Ford is just standing in this dorm room. And I wondered if this, like, 22-year-old kid is thinking... Indiana Jones and I are standing in yeah. a college dorm room right what, now. What, the like, actor? Yes, the, yeah. like the kid that he was talking to. I mean, it yeah. was just a very humbly, it's just a very uh, uh, different take on a role that he's played. Okay. Yeah, I'll eventually, I yeah. think I'll get around to watching that. Uh, Rachel Bilson says that she is floored after allegedly losing a job following comments that she made on a podcast. She says, it's been an interesting week. This is the first time it's ever happened to me in my professional life that I lost a job this week because of things that were said and then spun in the press and clickbait headlines and whatnot. I lost my first job. She said, a job got taken away from me because I was speaking candidly and openly about sex in a humorous way on a friend's podcast. I basically got a job that I already had pulled from me because I was speaking openly about sex. Uh, She said that in this day and age, she's baffled by the decision, reiterating a single mom, a woman, Lost a job because they were candid and honest about the subject, and the subject was sex, and I didn't even have a chance to defend myself. The comments, I'll get to the comments. The comments that Bilson referred to are from an interview on the Woman on Women on Top podcast where she discussed her favorite and least favorite sex positions. And after sharing that she likes to be, quote, manhandled, Bilson later clarified that it was meant to be a lighthearted statement. Right. And, in fact, it was sort of reported that way initially. Yeah. Like she was getting naughty in the yeah. podcast. But somebody, I guess a potential employer... Uh, didn't like that, and that's fine. But what's the employer like? Uh, you know, if she's it, not naming it. Yeah, yeah, I know. So like, if it, I'm like, sure it's not, uh, you know, a, a, a porn company. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably something like a Hallmark movie or something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, first of all, she said I was. I said it in a joking manner in an interview. Like, yeah, I want to get effing manhandled. Uh, basically, <laughs> it was. <laughs> basically, it's like okay, uh, give control to take uh, or take control in the bedroom, whatever. Uh, because that specific line was pulled and made it sound a certain way. I didn't even have a chance to defend myself. I didn't have a chance to speak on it. Uh, she was later explaining that the brand she was involved with said that they weren't comfortable with the headline, and she said, I feel like it's discrimination. And she also said she felt shamed. It was Swedish erotica, Preston. By the unnamed company. Um, and a rep, however, told The Hollywood Reporter that it was an endorsement deal of some type. Oh, so it was not a role. It was, it was an endorsement a role. deal. It's like a product uh, representative. For a, so. for a shaver called Manhandle. Ah. <laughs> Uh, she also admitted that she cried after everything and reflects on how this experience has impacted her family. She said, I'm a single mom. I need these jobs. Everything counts. You know, I provide a lot for my family, my daughter, and regardless of anything else, it all matters. I like her. She was with uh, Bill Hader for a while. Uh, she recalls growing up in a very open household where things were talked about and sex being discussed in a sacred way. However, after losing this job, she says she's still feeling floored. She said everything was set in motion and I lost the job and it sucks. Maybe because this is getting some headlines, she'll get more work. Yeah, probably. I think so. Honestly, probably. I, mean, and I don't mean this in any dis- disrespect, but I hadn't thought about Rachel Bilson in quite some time. And now I'm thinking about her, and I'm probably not the only one. Yeah, maybe another product of some type will step yeah. up and say, hey, we'll, we'll take your we'll endorsement. How about a Bilson fleshlight? Yeah, she said, I haven't said anything inappropriate. Choice of language. If I could go back... Uh, knowing that I uh, knowing that I lost a job, maybe I would say it differently, but I still would n- not say it. So there you go. Saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Variety reports that the Alliance for Women... Oh, you can go ahead, Casey. Just saying. <laughs> uh, for Women in Media will award Marlo Thomas uh. with the Lifetime Achievement Award at this year's 48th anniversary Gracie's Award. She's basically our best friend. Uh, the Marlo Thomas is? Yeah, we, well, we had her on the show once. Uh, the ceremony six, take, six years ago. takes place on May 23rd at uh, the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. Does she mention us in the press release? She better. Oh, <laughs> not in the press release, no. but word is in the acceptance speech. Okay. There will be a So, earlier I relayed how uh, the uh, the Panthers were, uh, uh, Florida Panthers were related to a fond memory in my, in my <laughs> life. Uh, Marlo Thomas is as well, Preston, one of those early mistakes you make when you don't look at the prices on a menu. And uh, we were out at... At a restaurant, uh, uh, my wife and I, uh, we had brunch one morning, Saturday morning, and uh, there was a special going on. And uh, Marlo Thomas was there, and, and we're like, oh, this is this is really very cost-effective. And uh, so let's take the whole family here tomorrow for the brunch. And then the real prices uh, oh, hit. Geez. And I, I'm literally <laughs> looking at the bill like, this can't be. Uh, but I associate Marlo Thomas. I was so distracted, I didn't really investigate what the actual prices were. And I didn't even see that big sign that indicated it was a special where the prices were reduced. Damn you, Marlo I Thomas. Fool. <laughs> you whore. You know what's kind of pathetic, though, Steve, is that your story about the Panthers earlier... Yeah. Is kind of making me root for the Panthers now. <laughs> right. I don't reason. like Florida teams. And I'm like, wait a minute. If the Panthers hadn't happened, I wouldn't have my job, and I never would have worked with Steve. I guess I got to root for there the Panthers. Who's, um, who, who are the Panthers playing against? Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, coached by Rod Brindamore. Um, so that's sort of where my allegiance lies. However, I got you, man. But Steve Morrison outweighs Rod Brindamore. Well, thank you. And uh, where does Marlo Thomas fall in? Uh, below Rod Brindamore. <laughs> All right, let's see if we have an association with Tori Spelling. Right, she's in our right. next story here. Uh, she offered an update on her family's health problems in an Instagram story on Thursday. Uh, she plans to take legal action after her two youngest children were hospitalized due to extreme mold found in their home. Uh-huh. Uh, she wrote, does anyone know how to find a major great mold lawyer in okay. California that can help out our family? What, so what would be the story with that? So she owns her home, right? Yeah. Um, it would If she had hired someone to do mold removal and they failed to do that, in other words, what would that, who would she be suing? Well, uh, maybe, I don't know, uh, she just moved into this home. As possible. And yeah. uh, the home inspector missed it or something like that. Otherwise, I don't know yeah, she, what leg you have to stand yeah, on there. Yeah, A moldy one. She said, "Our troubles are next level with our mold problem and the house uh, that's been, and the house that's slowly been killing us for three years." Mm. So, mm. I don't know. Not sure. We're when, not mold lawyers. Uh, Wendy Williams canceled a twenty-five thousand dollars speaking engagement due to her ongoing health concerns, uh, according to uh, the U.S. Sun. The former talk show host had dropped out of the Atlanta Women's Expo, which is set to take place this weekend. A rep for the event. Uh, said there's a video from Wendy that will be played on Sunday apologizing for the late cancellation. So she's still... What's her status? Still having some issues, I guess. I don't know. They've been really cagey about it. I mean, there's been some shots of her walking around out out and about, but I I don't really know. She took a selfie with Pizza Rat. (laughs) Uh, John Goslin. Hasn't oh. spoken with his 22-year-old twins for nine years. Wait, wow. what? Yeah. Uh, the John and Kate Plus 8 alum uh, said Thursday that he hasn't heard from them since 2014. He said, I periodically text Mady and Kara to see if I get a response. At this point, I've never heard from them. Hmm. That's terrible. So he, there's a clip that's making the rounds on Instagram and social media in general. 
and I never saw this. I didn't watch the show really. You know, I did. Uh, so I know you're a big fan. And I did not like Kate but at all. He's sitting there. He's just sitting there, and yeah. she's saying, "Would you stop breathing so loudly?" Yeah. And I mean, like, he's like, "I'm trying to live." Wow. And it just, it's just. And I think she was partly playing it up for the cameras, but partly it, it resonated like that's the way she she dealt with him. Wow. Right. Uh, there's a new, speaking of this sort of stuff, Preston, there's a uh, uh, a trailer for um, a new investigative series based on the Duggars of uh, the Duggar family. Oh, yeah. And they have one or two of the Duggars who are involved with it to kind of rip the lid off of all that from the beginning. I don't okay. know what's involved with it, but it looks like it's going to be pretty controversial. Interesting. Uh, who is, uh, here, it's actress Joey King. I sh- oh, so her, she is um, the, 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 the the Kissing Booth? Yeah, I didn't see what was Kissing Booth about. I didn't see uh, that. It's kind of a, a rom-com, uh, okay. you know, uh, and she's been a number of things. She, she's been in countless, she's in The Conjuring, The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Uh, right. Her sister, Hunter King, oh. is, an, is another actress. You know she what I liked her in, Steve, was uh, Bullet Train. Oh, she's yeah. great. Yeah. She is one of the uh, assassins. That movie kind of came and went, and mm. uh, I really liked it. Well, I have a story about her. Uh, she got uh, a new tattoo. All right. Uh, she recently shared a what happened fo- to the old one? A photo of the new tattoo. Well, listen to this. By Ronnie Wink to Instagram, according to the artist, uh, it's a Hebrew word written across the back of her neck, and it translates to hummus. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what did she think it was going to be? Or did she want hummus? I'm, I'm assuming that she wanted hummus tattooed on her. <laughs> All right. Uh, so All right. kudos to you, Joey King, and your new tattoo. You've got to see her Her sister is um, um, well put together, as they say. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you were to get one food name <laughs> tattooed on your body, and it could be bourbon, too. I mean, bourbon technically is a... Uh, uh, you're looking to me because I closed my eyes going, what uh, the hell are you talking yeah. about? Well, if she got hummus, what would you get? I don't know. I would get, like, a noodle. Okay. Like, does it have to be the word? I you would get... do, like, a little, like... No, I, I, I think we go with the word. Yeah. Okay. yeah I think if well, you were to get a food ta- word name tattoo. I mean, it's two words, but if, with you, Preston, carpe banana kind of makes sense. Carpe banana. <laughs> That's a delightful phrase, though, as opposed yeah. to just no. a, 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 yeah. an adoration for a specific food. Instead like of just getting, it would have to yeah. say banana. banana. Yeah. Listen, right. I'm, I'm actually glad you brought this up because okay. there was at the, I think it was at the the Masters a few weeks ago, there was a scene where they, they panned into the crowd and there was an older man who was wearing a baseball hat <laughs> and in very large letters, all it said was teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it just and I, and, and I watch it for, and I'm like, is it? Is that what I think that is? It just says teeth. And I then, like teeth. And then I haven't thought about it since. Yeah. But I, why, you know, huh. just that random word, yeah. teeth. So, I don't know. I like that. Um, yeah, there you go. We're looking at a yeah, picture of Yeah, here's teeth. a picture of it. Oh, and it's in like FBI font. Yeah. It looks like an FBI hat. Uh, and teeth. I have no idea why it said teeth, but anyhow. Why not? Uh, think about your food tattoo. Maybe we'll come back to this. If we do the connoisseur. We have to, yeah. All right. Uh, Because I have a couple other things I want to get to here. Uh, Let's see. Ireland Baldwin has welcomed her first child with musician R.A.C. Rack? uh, Yeah. Rack ball? Yeah. Uh, So uh, the model welcomed her daughter, Holland, on Instagram on Thursday. So there's a new little pig in the... uh, little pig. (laughs) When do I get to see the little pig? Uh, Um, It's the first grandchild for Alec Baldwin and Kim Bassinger, by the way. Yeah, she... uh... When was the last time those two talked, for Christ's sake? Oh, that was one of the most other. brutal divorces in Hollywood history. Yep, they hate each other. Hey, and the little pigs that, that go to the market and all yeah. that, uh, that little pig that's going to the market, 
He was slaughtered and sent to the market, right? Yes. Okay. I believe that's, I believe that's the, the, the deal. Yes. They don't betray that, but um, those who read the book know. Yeah. All right. So Deadline reports that uh, Brianna Hildebrand and uh, Shioli Kutsana, Kutsuna uh, have closed deals to return for Deadpool 3. So Brianna Hildebrand was a uh, Negasonic Teenage Warrior. I love her. Negasonic Teenage Jinx. Jinx. Oh, my God. God. Oh, <laughs> I do. I love her. I love her, especially in uh, in Deadpool two when she's uh, uh, you know when she's screwing around with the time travel device yes. at uh, Deadpool's behest, and uh, she goes, "What have I done?" And I think uh, Shioli is the one who plays her girlfriend oh. in the second movie. Hi, yeah. Yeah. hi. <laughs> she can't understand. <laughs> so, she's so cute. Yeah. Uh, so, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, that's what it is, right? Isn't that the full uh, name? I forget. You know, I love that scene, Preston, when they're there, and he keeps talking about how they're not springing to have some of the other actors in the in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And the doors open, and you see those actors yeah. in there, and they close. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Warhead, is that what you said? Uh, yes. Yes. All right, so she's back in that. Which not is, War Child. Uh, not, no. Back off. Not. War Child, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Are we going to go surfing or what? Come on. <laughs> Poor child. See the tattoo on the back of my neck? It says hummus. <laughs> Seriously? Back off, war child. Seriously. Whoa. Does that say hummus? <laughs> In Hebrew? <laughs> Negasonic teenage war child. <laughs> back off, war child. Seriously. All right. Uh, a couple other quick things. Uh, Ridley Scott's Gladiator sequel has rounded out its cast with the additions of May Kalamawe. Uh, Peter Mensa and Matt Lucas, as well as legacy cast member Derek Jacoby, who reprised his role from the 2000 blockbuster. I like that they have Mickey Dolan's playing Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear you finish the joke. Playing what? Caesar. Caesar. Okay. <laughs> All I heard was Mickey Dolan's. Variety reports. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the new additions. <laughs> We'll join <laughs> those who are about to die. Salute you. Hey, hey. Uh, the new additions will join previously announced cast members Paul Mescal, Joseph Quinn, and Pedro Pascal. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Where did you? So, when you first saw Gladiator, um, man, I loved it. It didn't blow me away like everybody really? else. Yeah, I it, thought it was very good. Every everybody, it just fell in love with that movie, yeah. and I'm like. Wow, this is really good, but it didn't. Huh. It didn't. Uh, you know, hit that me was like my reaction too, Nick. So, I think, so but uh, there's some. I, I agree. People were blown away. I thought it was a, a solid film. I enjoyed it. Um, but yes, it, oh. it it wasn't. I think somebody's love for the movie probably Marilyn <laughs> Marilyn Russell. Marilyn we, Russell oh, would not her. shut up about that movie. Uh, There's a I scene love her to death. In the beginning where his hands uh. are gliding through the tall grass <laughs> and she was recounting yeah. it was it was it was sweet because she was completely wrapped up what in it. You but you do in this life <laughs> echoes through eternity. Yeah. I uh, I saw it in the theater and I couldn't wait to see it again and so I, I did love it and I but I understand what you guys are saying. That also happened to you in particular, Steve, with the movie Swingers because of somebody Oh, else. my God. <laughs> and Maxwell. <laughs> uh, everything was, uh, uh, that's so money. That's actually, that's a topic at some point we should talk yeah. about. Yeah. Why you don't like something because someone you don't like likes it. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. Get, yeah. get this tons and of them. You, and you probably would have liked it had that person not liked it or at all. When you see it, you begrudgingly like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, damn it. Son of a bitch. Titanic. Yeah. I never saw it for that reason. Because someone you night. knew every- that you didn't like... Uh, loved it. Right. Just saying, in general, people love it. Everybody in my high school saw it so many times and talked about it and all. I was so anti But it. not one person in particular. It was more of like a collective. I mean, there are a couple, but it's a really small school and I don't want to well, shout sometime, them Well, sometimes you, uh, yeah, if, if you're kind of late to the party, uh, which I have been on some things and I'm like, whatever, I'm not going to. No, know. it wasn't late to the party. It was just like these girls were so obsessed with okay. it. Okay, all right. Well, that was, yeah. was the general public at the time. <laughs> yeah, they were, people were freaking out. All right, well, anyhow... Gladiator 2, we'll, Electric Boogaloo, we'll see what happens. All right, uh, movies are opening this weekend. Okay. Let's talk about them. I'm not ready. I was, I was Come scratching. on, man! It was my eyes. I was scratching my eyes. <laughs> Gets me every time. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with White Men Can't Jump, remake, comedy, drama, uh, Cinqua Walls, Jack Harlow, and Tiana Taylor. Uh, Jeremy is a former basketball star whose injuries stalled his career, and Kamal is a once-promising player who derailed his own future in the sport. Juggling tenuous relationships, financial pressures, and serious internal struggles, the two ballers... Opposites. Why can't I read today? No, and it's, it's written poorly. The two ballers, opposites, who are seemingly miles apart, uh, find that they may have more in common than they imagined possible. Uh, running time, an hour and 41 minutes. Rated R. Streaming on Hulu. And Rotten Tomatoes score gives it a 32%. This is one of the, the original I really enjoy. You, you you saw the original, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. It's, I like yeah, it. It's a, that's I, the same director that did Bull Durham. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this uh, is an unnecessary remake. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Stop it. All right. Also opening is Fast X uh, Action Adventure. Vin Diesel, Jason Momoa, Michelle Rodriguez, and the competing cellist Vi- Cellists? Really? <laughs> Go ahead. Vibe for first chair at the London Symphony Orchestra. Oh. Or... <laughs> Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted, <laughs> outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. But now they must confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced. A terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter the family family, and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. Uh, two hours, 21 minutes long, rated PG-13. Wide theater release, Rotten Tomatoes score is 54%. I think it's basically critic-proof, but I think a lot of people might have jumped off the Fast and Furious train the last installment when they went into space. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, you, yeah. you're very accepting of a lot, uh-huh. but that might have been it. Uh-huh. All right, now we're ready for clips. Unseen is the newest addition to the collection of thrillers that Bloomhouse Productions has created. And in this clip, Missy Pyle talks about her preparation for her role. Here's the clip. In my own personal life, like I'm pretty middle of the road on so many things and I, I don't like to rock the boat. I don't like to upset people. So I think there's always like a little bit of pent up rage inside of me whenever I get to play <laughs> these characters. And I also have people in my life who 
are similar to this. You know, they get so upset. Shut up, dummy. Unseen is out today on MGM+. Plus. Here's our next clip. The eighth season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back with a returning cast filled with more big hair, makeup, and cat fights. And in this clip, drag queen Monica Beverly Hills talks about the <laughs> upcoming season. Here we go. As soon as you walk into the door, you know, I can keep up. There are so many twists, you know. Um, but I think our season is very unique because we have a lot of personalities, very boisterous personalities. Fabulous. Uh, the eighth season of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars is available now on Paramount Plus. And that's the final clip for you this morning, friends. One of the things I failed to mention today is the fact that we are going to have a Keenan's Cut the Line pass. Oh, that's and a right. special booth that you get with a bucket of Coors Light. And then we'll give you a case of Coors Light for your beach house afterwards. So make sure that you stay with us through the morning. Because at some point, we will award that to you. And hopefully, you will be joining us at Keenan's next. Next Friday, one week from today, 25th anniversary of the show and opening up the Jersey Shore for summertime. Yeah. So it's on the way, folks. All the details available at WMMR.com. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. We'll have comedian Joe Dombrowski joining us in the studio later today. So stay with us if you please. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. WVH. Finger 11. It's me and you. It's you and I. Together right. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We have a new Daily Rush video, and it's called The Fuzzy Hole. <laughs> Man, he put that together fast. If you would like to see this, you can now. And the description says, if you have a problem with your egg thingies, (laughs) your doctor may need to look inside your fuzzy hole under your pee-pee nozzle. (laughs) And you can go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush to watch it. It is sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. You know, Carlton, he, I, I don't, he threw up a quick thing. He's grabbing little quick micro minutes from the show uh, and uh, popping those up. And it, they just come up, you know, on, if you're subscribed to uh, the Instagram channel or whatever. Yep. And uh, they're fun. Yeah, so thank you, Kyle, for doing our Daily Rush and... All that good stuff in our streaming. He helms, uh, does the, the camera switching during the mm-hmm. show as well. So. And he keeps our vending machine company in business. So. <laughs> I can't believe this is a source of it. I, I, like, it's, uh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is a topic of conversation. Yeah. Right? Well, I missed it. Uh, it's okay. Casey, uh, we were talking about what uh, the stuff that Kyle does, and uh, Steve said he keeps our vending machine in business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about we're food. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna, we are going to talk about right, food. Right, right. But it like, just makes sense to talk about this now. Go Kyle ahead. is a little scared because yesterday I told him that I want to meet with him after the show today to go oh. over some things. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and so as I'm walking out yesterday, he's like, he's like, he basically wants me to tell him why I need to yeah. talk to him today. Kyle, I'm taking you to Target, and we're going to buy you some freaking Sun Chips. We're going to buy you a, a case of Aquafina. The dude is spending like forty eight dollars on uh, on a case of Aquafina. I'm like, you're driving me crazy because he gets it out of the vending. He machine. He gets it at a dollar fifty a bottle. <laughs> Because he doesn't like the way the filter water tastes. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, well, I kind of so, agree with him on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But don't 
Spend a dollar. You're trying to. Do you know where he lives? He lives 30 seconds from Target. Just yeah, go to yeah. Target, buy a freaking case of Aquafina for six dollars. Trying to help cover brother cents. out. Yeah. Yes. 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 I mean, Acme four ninety nine. Okay. For a twenty four pack. There you go. I mean, perfect. Right. Uh, that's right, that's, Acme. That's what you and I are doing today. We're, I'm taking you school shopping. <laughs> All right. So you get your school lunches. There's an Acme right over here. Casey's trying to help. He told him a couple weeks ago, and Kyle is not. <laughs> taking Casey's suggestion. Uh, Today so. he will. Today he becomes yes, a man. All right, I'm going to put the hat on. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I know what this is. All right. It's time for the connoisseur made all the more valid because he's wearing his big, poofy hat. Yes, I have my big, poofy chef hat on. That says what are you technically call, Is that technically called a chef's hat? Uh, you know what? I No, there is a name for it. I think we talked about it one time. I just don't remember. A nutsack hat? No, it does kind of look nutsacky. I, I, for, I forget, I, but the name of the pleats tell you, like, what your position is in uh, the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. You're talking about the amount of pleats? Yes, I'm sorry, I said... Uh, the name, name of, No, I didn't know if each pleat yeah, had a number. name. It's a toque. It's a toque. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Or a toque blanche, which um, means a white toque. I think the tall, skinny one is the sous chef's okay. uh, hat. But, yeah, I think you're right about that, but I, I don't know exactly. All right. Here's some food stuff for you. All right. We're going to start with this. Uh, and I do have some local things in is here. Is this enhanced uh, connoisseur, by the way? Yes. We're going to do some contesting yeah, yeah. as well. So we'll have Because to... everyone hates this so much? Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, some clips to play and some stuff to give away, and we we'll do, do that. Uh, we'll intersperse it. Yeah, Marissa should have you. sent yep. them over. All right. So Japanese brand uh, Salato has created an ice cream flavor that cost $6,796 per serving. Jesus. It's one of these high-profile gimmicky yes. things, right? So the new flavor called Bayakuya is made with a rare white truffle grown in Alba, Italy, Ooh. as well as Parmigiano Reggiano and Sake Lees. Uh, the company aimed to create oh, a, you can- a unique <laughs> flavor mixing uh, European and Japanese flavors. And they said in a, a representative said it took us over one and a half years to develop with a lot of trials and errors to get this tasting just right. Knock it off. I know, it's stupid. Uh, but some places do this. They they, they go and they, they do this high profile and thing. And they get this attention yeah. and they get the news. I wonder if, I wonder if they actually ever sell any. Right. You know, in other they words. Do. I think so. Yeah. They, get, they very rarely, like, you right. need to order them a day in advance. Okay. And let them know that you're going to be, you know, they don't have all the ingredients at the ready all the time. It's just, is the goal to get the press? And you don't yeah. really. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I have a, another story of something similar to that coming up here in a moment. Now, uh, press, what do you think is, as far as expensive foods, like crazy expensive foods that you've actually tried is worth, is actually worth the money? I'd say some of the more expensive steaks. Like a hundred dollar wagyu steak. Yes, I and I've never had one like that. The 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 priciest. I, I we went to Barclay Prime one time ages ago and, Which is and got a phenomenal cut of meat and it was melt in your mouth, super super duper yummy. Yeah, and that was really expensive. But I chalked that up as an experience and it was right. really really great. So I, I think that those can be worth it uh, in, to some extent. You know what right. I mean? They're I, overpriced for sure. I had a Kobe burger um, at a restaurant. It, I forget exactly the name of the restaurant, but it it was up there. It was like thirty five bucks or forty bucks for the burger, but mm-hmm. it was excellent. Yeah. yeah, it was great. What about you? What do you think? I, it would probably have to be a steak of some sort. But again, like I, man, I have had some really great steaks that 
ultimately didn't cost as much as yeah. they would. Yeah. You know, like you know, I, I like Outback. Yeah, Outback has a good steak. Nah. Dude, Texas Roadhouse yeah. is great yeah. steaks. Outback steaks is I thought were better like ten years ago. Oh, I haven't um, been in ten years probably. Yeah, <laughs> um, but so like, well, I did this Grand Canyon trip, and at the the last night of the Grand Canyon trip, we had these steaks. They were like the best steaks I, I ever had in my life. I love this steak. <laughs> you know, I don't know where it came. I, 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 no, I do. It came from like some cattle ranch in Utah, so maybe it was like fresh. I have no idea. But like that steak sat on dry ice for seven days yeah. and then was cooked on a grill. And I bet being in that environment helped it helps. taste great it does too. Help. You know, I think I yeah. think the the ambiance can make something taste good. One of the best <laughs> the, the, the 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 time that got me interested in eating salmon, which is now my main protein, Preston. It was in a, a, a lake in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and and you know it was just cooked over a fire and the and the nature. And I'm like, you know, was the salmon that good, or was it just the environmental thing? But right. it was amazing. Sashimi is something I want to spend a little money on. That's like when you get sushi, but it's just the raw fish sure. without anything else around yeah, it. Yeah, if you get like... some bluefin, it's usually pretty expensive, and yeah. it's really good. Yeah, the tuna like... amounts, yeah. crazy expensive. Yeah, yeah some, like some of them are, but like it just tastes really, really good. All right. But like we're talking about ice cream or gelato here. <laughs> yes, yeah. insane. By the way, uh, ice cream's getting super expensive if really? you spend any time in the freezer aisle. Yeah, like Ben and Jerry's. It's like seven dollars a pint. It's ridiculous. So what? that's I, what? Uh, what? By the way, a uh, um, a price that has plummeted recently are eggs. Oh, what? eggs are at an all time low. Why? The avian flu. Uh, they they've started to see it turn around, and so the supply went up. Demand right. was down, uh, and so or no, supply was down. And <laughs> Ronaldo. So, so apparently now they have the supply because the avian flu has not. Curly. <laughs> oh, Curly. Uh, the avian flu has. Uh, Bocephus. They, they, they expected it to drag on longer and yeah. they started oh. to see improvement in that. And so, so okay. now they're dirt cheap. Okay. So uh, there's a glut of them now. Yeah. And, and people aren't eating as many eggs as they were yeah. then. So now they're having a problem with having too many eggs. That's the way it works, man. You know, yeah. Like, it's, it's a fickle business. It's fickle. I was at Produce Junction two days By ago. By the way, one of the chickens was named Fickle. Oh. Fickle and curly. Those are two of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I had, I had noticed that the eggs there were, it was uh, three dozen for $5. And I was like, well, that's a great price. And I was, I meant to ask my wife if that was a good price or not, because I would, I would, you know, get those because I knew that egg prices were skyrocketing. Yep. But now that I find that, uh, that they're coming down, it's not such a steal anymore. Saved yourself a call. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It'll be a little while before we see. That's how much they are at wholesale. But right. uh, the, the prices are, are coming way down on those. All right. So on to something else, connoisseur okay. wise. And this ties into uh, a local story and gelato, which is what that first story was about. Uh, a place called Cloud Cups. In Fishtown, announces its grand opening this weekend, uh, just in time for warm weather and ice cream season. Uh, The Gelato and Sorbet Company is going to give away free gelato (gasps) and sorbet to the first 300 people this weekend. Are you a gelato fan? Love it. Yeah. Oh, so good. What's the difference between a gelato and an ice cream? Nothing, really. Nothing, really? Okay. Yeah, it's it's Italian Um, ice cream. I will I tell you this. Agree. No, it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. I can jump in here and give you a little bit of a... So, um, Zaz Ice Cream, uh, has, they explained to me, they, they purchased actually a gelato machine to make their ice cream, which makes it creamier. That's my understanding, that it's a creamier 
I guess ice cream has a little more air than gelato, and therefore yes. tends yeah. to be lighter in texture. And that's why it's it's so dense. Ah. And it's and that's why it's more expensive too. I think you get more. Man, I've been buying this Talenti stuff. Oh yeah, yeah those are good. Which flavor do you go with? Uh, well, Casey, I currently have three in the freezer. Okay, there's mint chocolate chip, uh, cookies and cream, and man, uh, there's I think there's like a caramel one in there. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's they're, my jam. They're delicious. Let me get to the details on this gelato artist and maker. Galen Thomas is one of the country's top gelato makers. I'm a gelatinist. And has been recognized by national press, including the Today Show. The black small business owner, entrepreneur, and gelato maker has been making gelato since 2018 and selling it at festivals and fairs, special events, uh, and through special order. And with this grand opening, uh, he's making the leap from a mobile unit to the first brick and mortar scoop shop in the heart of Fishtown. It's next to Pizza Brain and the Pizza Museum. There you go. In the former home of Little Baby's Ice Cream. So here's the deal. Doors open today. And uh, at 4 p.m. and Saturday at 4 p.m. and between 4 and 6 p.m., Thomas will give away two scoops of any variety of gelato and sorbet to the first 150 people each night between 4 and 6 p.m. Nice. There you go. That's the big debut. All yes. Right. It's a lot. Because uh, I'm actually having dinner in Fishtown tonight. Ooh, where oh, where are you so going? I'm sure going that... to Bar 1010. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's Fishtown, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, Wait. besides just Pizza John. Oh, wait. No, maybe I'm thinking of a different pizza guy that's working there. Never mind. Well, you said something about a pizza museum? Yes. Is that an actual pizza museum? We talked about it one time. It used to be the Constitution Center. The first, no. Yeah, they've changed the National Constitution Center to <laughs> the pizza museum. <laughs> All right, well, America, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's a little storefront. It's not like a full-on museum like you no, might It's got a monorail, though. Yeah. So uh, this place is called Cloud Cups in yeah, Fishtown. Cup. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a cup. Next <laughs> You yeah. should endorse that place. They can pay me an ice cream. Uh, I would do that, too. <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> yes. Just pay me an ice cream. I'll, I'll be pay, fine. Pay me in gelato. All right, so anyhow, 4 to 6 p.m. today and tomorrow. All right, uh, another story, and this circles back to the kind of gimmicky... Sandwiches? Uh, super expensive. Yeah. All right. Uh, sandwich thing. Uh, brother and sister owners, and Marissa, you're going to have to help me with the names here, George and... Uh, uh, v. We'll just call her V. Your friend V. Vesaliki. Yes. Oh, Vesaliki. Uh, yeah. Tesaurus. Yep. Uh, they are announcing that Drury Beer Garden has changed its name and concept to, co- to become DBG, which is a top new burger bar and destination. And they are giving away free burgers today to Ooh. celebrate. <laughs> yes. I didn't know what? <laughs> what? And they will have Philadelphia's most expensive burger. Okay. All right. All lay right. it on me. <laughs> it's not seven thousand dollars like the uh, uh, oh. like the uh, the gelato was. It's seven hundred dollars. Oh my god! So they actually have a seven hundred dollar burger. It appears to have caviar on it. But they are also going to have the city's cheapest burgers as what? well. So yeah, they're 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 doing everything in between. So the cheap burger is two dollars and ninety five cents. So they have 15, and I'll tell you about the $700 burger in a Please, second. Yeah. But here's what they have. They have 15 new burgers, including uh, Gold Standard, Pizza Burger, French Onion Burger, Happy Hour Smash, mm-hmm. which I've taken those many every Friday. Burger, yeah. uh, vegan Burger, Duck Burger, Lamb Burger, the uh, Wagyu Cheeseburger, Cheesesteak Whiz Wit Burger, Bacon Egg and Cheeseburger, PBJ Burger, Ice Cream Burger, and many more. Ice Cream Burger? Oh, no. so they have a whole dessert menu. 
Okay. So it's from their dessert it's not a menu. Burger. Yeah, they do at their other place, Craftsman's Road. They do those boozy milkshakes, the really big ones with like the candy yep. coming out and everything. Maybe the ice cream burger is a riff on the like the chip witch or the you know ice cream sandwich. Yeah. So ice the ice cream, cream burger, is between two burger patties. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so the seven hundred dollar burger is made with eight ounces of Japanese A five ribeye wagyu. Wexford aged Irish cheddar cheese, Italian black truffle. So there you go. That's a big part of the money right there. Uh, Italian caviar, another part of it. Lobster meat flambéed with Louis the Thirteenth cognac. So there's your more cash on top of that. Uh, It gets wildflower bakery brioche bun topped with gold leaf and fries drizzled with fifteen hundred MGO manuka honey. Furthermore, the gold standard burger is served with a one ounce pour. Of Louis the Thirteenth cognac. Well, there you go. And What's that, that? What does that cost? Of, about five thousand dollars for right. a bottle of Louis the Thirteenth. It's usually when you go to a bar, it's at the top and it's got a spotlight on yeah. it. You can see the <laughs> well uh, lit. yeah and dusty. Yeah, yeah and dusty. My um, cousin has so many bottles of Louis the Thirteenth. <gasps> Why? Because it was his father's and his father passed. I, and and I don't know what ended up happening with those. Is he a, a bourbon drinker? No, it's cognac. I'm no. sorry, cognac. Yeah. But yeah. My, my, you know, um, I don't know. My uncle liked to. Uh, or, uh, Spend money on booze? No, uh, entertain, and you know, we, and so that was just sort of on display. Come look at my booze. Yeah. So you said he had a bunch of bottles. Yeah, how many would you say, dude? Yeah, I I don't even know anymore. So ten, it, more than ten? No, no. So no. he was well to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. did okay for himself. But um, so they had that place down in like in the villas, uh, right on the on the bay, yeah. and so there were they were there and. When you sell your beach houses, a lot of times they're furnished. I don't know if you sell all the... I don't think they sold the Louis the 13th. 14th? 13th. 13th. 13th with that. But yeah, um, they they were there. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, they also... uh, The the restaurant DBG has also redone the bar program to pair with the burger menu with a brand new collection of signature cocktails. A new menu officially launches today. Why don't you have a signature cocktail? And to celebrate... I, well, I do kind of have one. Uh, at, I mean, you're a, you're a, you're a staple in this city. Well, we drink it at the at the beach house. Uh, we we give our our beach house a name. Uh, it's yeah, called Copper Top. Need, oh, I like that. And so because it has a it's got a copper top on it. Yeah, uh, it's got a copper colored roof. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I created the Copper Tail, which is our signature cocktail at Copper Top. What is in that? Uh, it Wait, is your own. Yeah, he kind of, sort of. I like. I, I tried. I had one uh, years ago in Kentucky, and I'm like, that's really good. And I just added a little flavor to it. But it's it's bourbon and Cointreau and ginger ale and uh, squeeze of lime. I invented mm-hmm. post-its. It's a yummy. Did you really yeah. post-its? <laughs> the new menu opens uh, today, and they're giving away 50 free happy hour smash burgers between 4 and 7 p.m. Mm. There's a whole bunch of free food being given out. Honestly. Wanted to tell you Take all about Take advantage of it. Steve, I went by the other day. Um, I got a little preview of this. I'm going to say that their vegan burger is the best in the city. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's handmade. It's not like the Impossible. I know you like those, but. And Marissa's friend is the owner. Really, really yeah. good. Uh, I know. I wouldn't uh, have said anything if I didn't think it was kind of. No, but I've, I've been to V's uh, other restaurant, Opa, which is no longer around. Well, so this is Opa. This is Opa. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. kind of changed. And it was formerly Ricky Lake. Yeah. No. But now it's all like covered in like concert posters and like really cool. They have some like old vintage things around. So it's really cool space. Excellent. All right. Another story here. I want to see what you guys think about this. There is a debate over Starbucks' most recent change. It is changing its ice cubes. Ice cubes. Oh, that's a big deal. I know. 
and that's why I wanted to bring this up. Uh, they are introducing new machines to select locations so far, just select locations this year that make nugget ice instead of cubed ice. Yes. Oh, wait, what's I mean, nugget ice? It's got a little bit of air into it, right? Yeah. Like the little uh, chewier? I don't uh, know if it's the little pellets. Pellets, that's what I'm thinking. Like rabbit crap? Uh, I assume that's, I yeah. I like those. Yeah, like yeah. that. Is but, that like Sonic, maybe? Do they do yeah. Sonic ice? Yes. yes. Okay, so maybe something similar to that. Mm-hmm. So the change is allegedly infuriating some customers <laughs> who claim that the new nugget ice melts faster and can even dilute the drinks. Okay, so here's what you need to do. And Kathy was telling me that uh, they might actually upcharge you for this, but um, uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, what you do is uh, you get a grande iced coffee, um, and you get it without any ice. And then you have your own little Yeti thingy, and you throw some ice in there, and then you can pour the grande. So you're essentially getting a venti size for grande prices. So, well, uh, you bring your own ice is what I'm saying. So regular cubes. Like if you go to Duncan's regular cubes, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Regular, traditional American cubes. <laughs> But, like, when you're buying these things, uh, you know, like... Do you ask for no ice? Um, I, I, the last time I went, I did. Because yeah. I had... Uh, and then um, and then I, I had my Yeti thingy, and I filled that with ice. It's just... They're so expensive. Um, it's not... And to me, it's not worth the money. But if I'm able to get a venti size at a grande price, yeah. I feel like that's a I win-win. Think, I think I do prefer pellet ice over ice cubes. Okay, sorry. So you know what I like is the silver dollar ice that uh, McDonald's used to have. You know oh, those ones? I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, 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 they're kind of like discs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so other than uh, ecstatic over the nugget ice, which is, uh, oh, I'm sorry, others are ecstatic over the nugget ice, which is less dense than the cubed ice. A spokesperson said that... Um, it's machines. It's a machine. Which are part of the company's plans to cut its uh, water footprint in half by 2030, <laughs> allow partners to focus on delivering the Starbucks experience while handcrafting the mm-hmm. same delicious, high-quality iced beverages our customers have come to expect from I Starbucks. smell a rat. Um, so, yeah, they're trying, to, they're trying to cut back on... Uh, the water that they use. What about you guys ever use the, uh, the little frozen um, plastic... Uh, Cubes, yeah, that don't dilute drinks. My mom does that. Yeah, Yeah, my mom uses those. Oh, like an ice mold for like a real large ball? Yeah, that's. uh, I have those at home. Doesn't dilute your drink. For drinking uh, bourbon and stuff like that. It's uh, like a neat bourbon, essentially. Yeah. Casey, I don't know if it was you that told me this, but the the other hack that you can do is um, actually make coffee at home and then pour the coffee into an ice cube tray. Freeze those, and yes. then you yeah. can use those as ice cubes in your coffee. Yeah, mm, and then the they don't. Get, well, then they don't get diluted, so you have cold coffee. I like. I, I, this is weird about me. I don't know. Whatever, but I like iced coffee on the weekend. I like hot coffee during the week. Okay, mm. I like that. I like iced coffee during the weekdays, and yeah. then, and then I like iced coffee during the weekends. <laughs> so you like iced coffee, man? <laughs> totally. I'm not a nice coffee guy. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm always drinking um, hot. Uh, Even on on the most savagely brutally hot day, I'll have a piping hot cup of coffee. But I'm a weirdo, man. I I go to Dunkin' and I will get a black iced coffee, and I will munch it. Oh yeah, I love it. (laughs) I'm with you, Steve. No uh, hot coffee all the time. But my friends, actually, back to the ice. My friends for their wedding got one of these nugget ice machines. It's the best thing ever. Like uh, better than the polio cure. Uh, oh, Steve, oh. I didn't compare that. Mm, okay, second best thing in the world, nugget ice machine. All right, here's uh, a suggestion for those who may be at someone's house, and they are going to go get some ice from uh, their refrigerator, and they notice that you can toggle between crushed ice or cubed ice. Right. And let's say you switch oh. it over to crushed ice, uh-huh. and you get your ice. <laughs> put it back on the cubed, please. Put it back. Please put it back. Yeah. This is not your house. 
And whatever it was on before is what the house prefers. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Does this have something to do with you and your house? <laughs> I'm reading between the lines here. Like it happened like three times in a row. And I'm like, put it back on the cube mice. I don't it. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. I just had an ice situation. I'm going to go back to singing the praises of this nugget ice machine because it's so great. If anybody is Googling it right now, you're going to see it's a little expensive. Wait for Amazon Prime Day or like a company to have a sale or register for your wedding because it's going to change your life. Okay. Marissa McDonough gave some very useful information on the Presidency <laughs> Morning Show today involving ice. change your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, uh, we haven't done this oh yet. Oh, God, yeah. we haven't done one of these. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We haven't done the game. That's, yeah. That just threw me off. Because Damn it. The only way to make people not hate this is to give away prizes. I meant to do it between every single story, and I've already gone through what? three stories. All right, I'm going to give away a case of Victory Motel Paloma, if you can identify what movie this food clip is from. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. All right, 215-263. great one. WMMR. I'll play it one more time. Sir. I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. All right. What's that music underneath We it? use it all the time. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's from the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's an instrumental that they have, and I forgot what album it's on, um, and I forgot the name of it, but uh, yeah, and we heard that in that clip from that movie. From License like, to Donut. Like, we yeah, got to- I don't know- We got to have that. If it is- Hang on a second. Is we it, use it as a contest bed, right? Yep. Yeah. Is it this one? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it's called Groove Holmes. All right, Holmes. This really cool little pattern of, uh, I don't know, just vibe. I love it. All right, so we'll see if we can get an answer. Uh, while we are waiting for a caller to answer that, I'll mention this party. In celebration of National Pizza Party Day. Pizza party. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, have a pizza party. Uh, pizza Hut is giving customers who buy a medium or large pizza a one-topping personal pan pizza for free. Pizza. The offer. Pizza. Uh, the offer is valid for a limited time, starting today. Actually, you can claim yours by ordering in person, online, or via the Pizza Hut app. So, are you ready to play the pizza? It actually sounds like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, you're right. Play. Yes, ready to play. All right, we'll see if somebody can get an answer to uh, our mm-hmm. movie clip, and we want you to identify. Hang on, we got to requeue this up. Yeah, identify what sure. movie this is from. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. All right, Jim. Morning, bud. Good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. All right, what movie is that from? Iron Man 2. You yeah. are yeah. Iron Man 2. Hang on the line. We're going to give you a case of victory, Motel Paloma. You got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It is the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, and tangy lime. Super crushable and out now. Victory's Motel Paloma. Let's turn right around and do another one. Do another one. one. Yep. Let's got, do another one. I'm ready. We've got to make up for what we just did. All right. Let's play this one. All right. Here we go. This is the easiest one. Okay. Without question. Angelo, it's 1030. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. <laughs> they sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Come on, partner. Thank you. One more thing. Utah, give me two. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer 
to that. All right, uh, while we await a caller for that, I'm going to mention this story. Chick-fil-A's first ever restaurant is closing after more than a half century in business. Oh, man. Uh, Their first one opened in 1967. The Greenbrier Mall Food Court location in Atlanta is set to close tomorrow. Uh, It's unclear why the restaurant is closing, and Chick-fil-A didn't immediately return any calls for uh, comment. Uh, But like many malls, the Greenbrier has been struggling to attract shoppers and keep tenants. Its largest store, Macy's, closed in 21. I find this very sad. Uh, The mall is currently filled with smaller stores and no major anchor tenants. Uh, On its website, Chick-fil-A touts the groundbreaking location as one of the first restaurants to open inside a mall. That's the one Lincoln ate at. Uh, Greenbrier is... (laughs) That's very good. Uh, Greenbrier was one of the first indoor malls in the southeast. Uh, the location is described as a pioneer. My the- dearest wife, <laughs> today I had the most incredible chicken sandwich I've ever had. French fries that did not look like French fries, like a configuration similar to a lattice. I enjoyed them. And the sauce was from heaven. Uh, so- I will be returning to Chick-fil-A, hopefully, after this battle at Gettysburg. <laughs> They said it had a monumental impact on the company because it helped grow the chain it into its current 2,600 locations. My dearest wife, I just wrote you with some sad news. I returned to the restaurant on Sunday, and I could not gain access. They're closed on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Uh, when the Greenbrier Mall location first opened, the menu included a 59-cent chicken sandwich oh. and a salad with boneless chicken breast, plus uh, fries, coleslaw, lemon pie, and lemonade which is a far cry from the more than 50 menu items that Chick-fil-A now sells. Uh, employees wore candy-striped aprons with ascots and soda jerk hats. Oh, my God. Ascot so that, and soda jerk hats. So that I was mean, their... That's a great porn movie. Yeah. <laughs> ascot and soda jerk. <laughs> the tango and cash of oh porn. The tango and cash of docking. By the way, uh, the company's founder, S. Truett Cathy... That's right. ...started uh, the business with his brother in 1946 with the opening of a diner in Atlanta called the Dwarf Grill. Yeah, can I get some eggs and bacon to go? <laughs> uh, uh, it's interesting, this. Are we the tallest people in this place? Uh, so it's yeah, what are you supposed to have today? It's the... <laughs> you would say moons over Miami, but we, we're not tall enough. Uh, the Dwarf Grill is what I'll it was I'll get you called. a short stack. Uh, its success led them uh, to evolve the restaurant into the Chick-fil-A chain, and some consider that to be the first Chick-fil-A location. Well, you know how they won? They won by uh, refining the menu. Like uh, They always say this. Uh, chefs and, and Marissa, you're very involved in, in this whole thing. Keep your menu lean and mean, and then you'll do better. I mean, the new trend that's happening is doing like just very specific menus that only offer like prefix menus. Yeah. So there's just like seven dishes and that's it. So yeah. Chick-fil-A uh, restaurants were only located in food uh, courts and malls for 20 years before opening the first freestanding restaurant in Atlanta in 1986. Always hopping. Mm. Yep. Yep. All right. We'll see if we can get an answer. We're looking for uh, what movie this particular clip is from. Angelo, it's 1030. Right around that corner, mm-hmm. there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Come on, partner. Two. Thank you. Utah, <laughs> give me two. All right, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jen, what movie is it? The movie is Point Break. Seriously, yeah! War Child. Yeah! Seriously. Back off, War Child. Seriously. That is correct. Jen, hang on. 
We're going to give you... Well, do I, Am I going to let her choose? Well, yeah, but All right. because she might not be able to go there. All right, Jen, you can either have uh, tickets to the Michael Carbonaro live on stage show tomorrow night at the Keswick, or I can give you a case of Victory Beer Paloma. What would you like? I'm going to have to go with the case, even though I'll be in Philly this weekend, and uh, I love you guys. All right. Caller, long-time listener. All right. All right, Jen, hang on. We'll give you that case of Paloma, and it's the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable, and out now, Victory's Motel Paloma. You know what really bums me out about that scene is he doesn't get to eat the sandwiches. The chase is right after. You're right. right. You're right. All right, I want to do one more. Uh, is that okay, Case? Oh, yes, it's yeah. the only way people like this stuff. Okay. Oh, oh one more contest. Yeah, yeah and, and uh, a story here. Which one well. do you want? This one or yeah, that one? You know, well, no, you know what? Nick chose that one, so let's do that. The, he, the one he, that it's on right now. That is correct. Uh, okay. Toss Nick a bone. All right, let's see <laughs> Come on, guys. if you can tell us <laughs> what movie this clip is from. Some of us have great stories, pretty stories that take place at lakes with boats and friends and noodle salad. Just no one in this car, but a lot of people. That's their story. Good times, noodle salad. All right, what movie is that from? 215-263-WMMR. While we're waiting your answer, I'll mention this story. Uh, U.S. officials are considering a ban on chocolate milk in elementary and middle school cafeterias due to its high sugar content. Okay. Uh, the proposed uh, flavored milk moratorium, which was considered but abandoned by New York City Mayor Eric Adams, has been adopted by major cities in uh, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, and was first floated by the feds earlier this year. It's always the feds. Uh, proponents <laughs> of the ban say that the sugary beverages, uh, that sugary beverages contribute to childhood obesity, which some 20% of the na- nation's kids are afflicted by. Um, so, so with you, the, the school situation now. I don't need uh, Casey. You're the only one probably has like an element. Yeah. Is who your youngest is? How young? She's in eighth grade. Okay, uh, they don't have vending machines in the school. All right. So, what, what, are there are there like snacks and cookies and things that are available, or is it all straight up healthy? Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, there's a lot of uh, junk. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, it's not vending machines, but uh, you know, it's there's a commissary where you can buy you know snacks. Would they, so part of your your milk option always was um, it was low fat chocolate milk, like a skim chocolate milk. Not was, a skim, no. Yeah, mine like, was just more straight like, up chocolate milk. Yeah, chocolate um, milk, yeah. yeah. Rosenbergers, that's what we had. Like, we had Rosenbergers, Rosenbergers. Uh, that, and we had, uh, you could either do that, uh, regular white milk, uh, iced tea, or lemonade. Mm. Uh, I was a, I was a chocolate milk guy for sure when I was a kid. I would, I would love get it. two chocolate milks Still uh, love with it. my lunch every your, single day. What are your thoughts and feelings on strawberry milk? Uh, I liked it at the time. Right now, I think it's kind of, meh. Uh, but, but it, as a kid, I, I liked it. I liked uh, <laughs> strawberry milk. Was there any other kind of milk? There was chocolate milk, obviously, regular milk, strawberry so, milk. You know what no, I used no, to really like as a kid? I used to, a, a Carnation Instant Breakfast used to have a, uh, like, a, uh, an assortment package. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, and I they never had, got They it, had but... malted. They had uh, strawberry. Uh, I mean, I was the, the double chocolate fan. Yeah. But uh, for, for years, my breakfast every morning was yeah. Carnation Instant Breakfast. remember? Carnation Instant Breakfast. You're going to love it in an instant. Oh, yes, no. that's right. I do remember that. Uh-uh. There's a vanilla milk, right? Yes. There is. But yeah. vanilla? I just don't remember it when I was a kid. But not yeah, a same. vanilla. I always see vanilla like almond milk or vanilla oat milk, but I don't see a vanilla dairy milk. I see a vanilla muscle milk. You seen that? Yeah. 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 What, yeah. Is, what is the, uh, the It's Always Sunny 
milk oh. that they're trying. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Oh, milk steak. Fight milk or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But my uh, at my son's school they have vending machine of just strictly protein uh, drinks. You know, like it's just fair... called protein. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like uh, Fairlam or whatever. Like uh, yeah, because I was there last week for a play and I was walking. I'm like that entire vending machine is filled with protein milk mm, or protein Interesting. Drinks, yeah. All right. Uh, well, a 2021 study published by the National Library of Medicine found that flavored skim milk was the leading source of added sugar in school meals. Flavored skim milk, huh? All right, we're going to see if we can get an answer. It's and milk. Find out what movie this is from. Some of us have great stories, pretty stories that take place at lakes with boats and friends and noodle salad. Just no one in this car, but a lot of people. That's their story. Good times, noodle salad. All right, let's go to Brady, see if we can get this answer. Hi, Brady. Morning. Hello. Good morning. All right, Brady, what movie is that from? This is from As Good As It Gets. Yes, it ah, is. By the way, Brady's an awesome name. Yeah. Uh, Brady, do you want uh, the beer or tickets to the Michael Carbonaro show tomorrow night at the Keswick Theater? I think I'm going to go with the beer. All right, ah. hang on. We'll get your information, and we will set you up with a case of Victory Motel Paloma. Uh, you got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It's the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable, and out now. Victory's Motel Paloma. And that is the last bit we are going to do today ah. for the connoisseur. I had another movie clip, but I guess we'll save that for... Another time. We don't have time, right? Nah, we don't yeah. have time. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. And the Bizarre File stories are on the way. Friday edition. Stay there. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoop In and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. Uh, yeah, it's Friday, and therefore we must do this.
Yes, it is. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, brought to you this morning by Lehigh Valley Red Robin. Moms, dads, grads, give the gift of yum by buying a $25 Red Robin gift card now through June 18th, and you can get a $5 bonus buck reward for you. Redeemable June 19th through August 13th. All right, we'll start with this. Two people were banned from Walt Disney World after they allegedly got into a physical altercation at the theme park over an attempted photograph. This blows my mind. The fight broke out at the Magic Kingdom member of a family posing for a photo in front of the park's 100th anniversary sign asked someone from another large family to move out of the frame, according to the sheriff's office. At that point, someone from the larger family punched a member of the victim's family in the face, and the fight ensued from there. What did you say? Two unspecified people were issued a trespass warning, which means that they are not welcome on the property. If they return, they can be arrested. You know, so you'll see things like this. There's photo ops around parks, and people just sort of, oh, okay, I'll move out of the way. Yeah. To just punch someone? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no one was arrested because the victim did not want to prosecute. The victim in this case was treated medically on uh, Videos circulating on social media appear to show a group of adults throwing punches at the theme park. While onlookers watch. You know what kills me, though, in these things? You've seen a number of these brawls at Disney World or Disneyland, and, and uh, there's kids standing around watching I this. I know. Uh, the theme park's rules prohibit using profanity or engaging in unsafe, illegal, disruptive, or offensive behavior, jumping lines or, sa- lines or saving places in lines for others. For, this is a wild story. Four indigenous children missing for more than two weeks after a plane crash in the Colombian Amazon have been found alive. President Gustavo Petro said Wednesday, uh, declaring joy for the country. Petro shared the news on Twitter, saying that the children were discovered after arduous search efforts by the military. Authorities had deployed more than 100 soldiers with sniffer dogs to search out the miners who were traveling in an airplane that crashed in the Amazon on May 1st, killing three adults. Rescuers believe the four children, who were 13, 9, and 4 years old, and an 11-month-old baby, had been wandering through the jungle. Uh, earlier Wednesday, the armed forces said that the search efforts intensified after rescuers came across a shelter built in an improvised way with sticks and branches, leading them to believe that they were survivors. Uh, in photographs released by the armed forces, scissors and a hair tie could be seen among branches on the jungle floor. Previously, a baby's drinking bottle and a half-eaten piece of fruit had been found. And on Monday and Tuesday, soldiers found the bodies of the, pol- the pilot and two adults. Uh, one of the dead passengers, uh, Renoke uh, McCutty, was the mother of the four children. It's uh, giant, giant trees that can grow up to 40 meters tall. Wild animals and heavy rainfall made the Operation Hope Search difficult. Three helicopters had been used uh, to help, one of which blasted out a recorded message from the children's grandmother in the uh, Huitoto language telling them to stop moving through the jungle. Authorities have not indicated what caused the plane crash. The pilot had reported problems with the engine just minutes before the airplane disappeared from radar. Wow. It's an amazing story, and then they were able to survive. Yeah, it's incredible. Wow. All right, police in Kobe City, Japan, arrested a 22-year-old man for sending 15 threatening letters and one case that contained roughly 1,500 origami cranes to his former driving school. 1,500 origami cranes? Yeah. So the bird. That's cool. Yeah. So the incidents occurred between uh, October 27th of last year and April 9th of this year. 
in which envelopes with a 39-year-old uh, employee's name on it were placed in the school mailbox. The letters reportedly had messages such as, such as die and quit your job now written on them. You quit your job. Uh, the paper cranes, however, were simply paper cranes. And police used surveillance One was video. Fraser Crane from the popular sitcom. Uh, to track the suspect down and found that he was a former student of the driving school wow. who had failed to get his truck driver's license last year. After his arrest, the man admitted the crime and said that he had gotten angry at their poor teaching style. When asked the million-dollar question of what was up with the cranes, he told police that folding them helped to calm him down. <laughs> Hell of a story. It is. Well, after a stinky mess believed by a Minnesota family to be feces rained down on a couple of cars in a drive through the origins of the substance are still unknown. Carissa Brown and her son were waiting in a drive through line at Caribou Coffee when suddenly some foul-smelling stuff fell from the sky. Uh, she said, all of a sudden, brown dripped onto my vehicle. Brown. It was like it rained brown for a second. Uh. I got out. And I went to the car in front of me, and I was like, what just happened to us? And he was like, I have no idea. Brown said her car and that of the driver in front of her were fully covered in the substance, which Brown poop one word or two. Uh, believes was feces. And uh, she said, I was looking around, like, who threw that at us? But it was very high. It came straight down. It hit the roof of my car, my hood. Uh, it was through the feces all the way down my side, and also my child was with me, so I'm glad the windows were uh, weren't open. Uh, Brown's young son described the experience. He said something landed on my mom's car. It stinked. It was poop. <laughs> so stink. wait a second. Are we to believe that perhaps it came from a, from a, 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 an airliner or maybe? Okay, but because usually it's my understanding that that. It would freeze, they right? Don't, they don't do that. They don't, they they don't, don't dump the poop as they're flying in. Uh, but she said the woman, uh, the odor was so strong that the woman who was handing me my coffee noted how much it smelled. She's uh, studied to be, Enjoy an, coffee. to be an aircraft mechanic and adds that residential area is under a flight path and a waste dump from a plane may explain the situation. She said, I don't know why that would happen here. I, don't, I didn't know that there was even a way to release it mid-flight. So that's why I'm a little confused and I'm going to look into that, that's it. That's an urban legend, right? You cannot... You cannot take chemically treated human excrement yeah. and just jettison it while you're flying. That's right. What I, that's what I've always heard. That, that, they that's, have tanks in the in the in the plane. Yeah, that it it really doesn't happen. But I don't know, man. Who knows? Air poo poo. All right, and there you go. That's your bizarre file for this morning, my friend. All right, uh, as we take a break, let's give away some of these Michael Carbonaro. Tickets. It's uh, Lies on Stage tomorrow at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. It's going to be good. And we'll take uh, callers 8, 9, and 10 at 215-263-WMMR. I know Bill. Bill's out of town. <laughs> uh, so 8, 9, and 10, we will set you up with those tickets. So give us a call right about now. We're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. A little later on, comedian Joe Dombrowski will be joining us. Stay put. We'll be back shortly. WMMR begins our celebration of Preston and Steve's 25 years together. Listen as we recall a quarter century of stupid stunts, A-list guests, legendary live broadcasts, and charitable events that have made our mornings in the Delaware Valley better. Congrats on 25 years, guys. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your mornings. Our next guest is here in our studio, and we'll be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. And let's see, tonight and tomorrow night are both sold out. Oh, oh my God, money. 
Please welcome Joe Dombrowski, Mr. Yeah. D. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Great city. Love being here. A little hungover. That's because your people love to shove it down my throat. And I'm not talking about alcohol. But hey, we're here. So where did you where did you go last night? Did you? Uh, we went to the Gaberhood. Ooh, and, yeah. and fun fact, if you actually Google it, it says Gaberhood. And I'm pretty sure that's a hate crime. But um, <laughs> on Google Maps, yeah. When you look on Google Maps, it says, it says Gaberhood. Gaberhood. It says yeah. Gaberhood. You've yeah. been there too. I thought I saw you last I night. Been there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went to this place called U Bar, which was interesting. And okay. some of the bartenders were fans. So as, as soon as they saw me, they were like, can we get you a drink? I was like, how many? So he just kept going the rest of the night. <laughs> Good so, for you. Yeah, I don't know what's happening you, right now. Is you, when you go on and you're on tour actively and going to different towns and it's, you know, it's a cool thing. You can experience all these different places. Do you have to tap the brakes on... Parting too much? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't, but yes, you do have to do that. <laughs> One would be obliged to. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I was a teacher for 10 years before yes. I did this, so... I mean, alcoholism was inevitable. <laughs> Did you ever show up? Now, you were obviously, and, and we understand as a legend in Largo, that you were a, a very good teacher. Yep. Were there days you would show up, uh, perhaps a little in the bag for a teaching day? Yeah, uh, uh, in a row. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Was, I yeah. mean, like, those kids will run you ragged. They're great, but, I mean, they'll take it out of you. What age range were you teaching? I taught everything kindergarten to sixth grade. Okay. Oh. Kindergarten was the best. When I taught sixth grade, I told my boss, Here's the thing. Find someone else. It's not for me. There's not enough Glade plugins to go around in middle school. It's it's bad. It's so bad. you're at that pubescent stage where odors occur, oh, correct? Yeah, to teach sex ed up there, too. Yeah, yeah. That is. That's a trip. They'll ask you things, and you're just like, what? Like, one kid's like, where does that bone go when it's done? I'm like, what bone are you talking Okay. Uh, I quit. Thank you. Back to kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also never getting asked back to be on this show, so see you guys later. I love memes that come around that are like, you know, now you know when you're this age, when the TV cart came out, like your oh teacher was just hung over. Yeah. There was no TV that day. They were just hung over. They're like, let's watch a movie. Dude, Turn the are, lights out. We love those days. Yes. I remember yeah. my, I had an algebra <laughs> teacher that I know for a fact was bombed out of his mind. <laughs> we watched the Steve McQueen movie, Bullet. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm looking for it. I loved it, but I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, is this crazy? And a three-quarter inch video. My, yeah. So my fan base, too, is a, it's a lot of teachers. Yeah. It's a lot of moms and nurses, okay? Mm. So then the funny thing is whenever they all come to the show like that, and they were drinking. Like, you come to a Joe Dombrowski show, yeah. I always tell the club, you I got to stock up on white wine and white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were drinking it down. I go, hey, well, Finding Nemo days tomorrow. Let's be real. Yeah, these teachers, that's well, over. You, you know, we do a thing. A pre- Preston started um, the tradition a couple of years ago. We do... F- uh, uh, coolest teacher and award. Oh, I love that. So, so it's a, it's a way I didn't realize until well after out of uh, I was out of high school until I had kids and was having meetings with teacher uh, teachers. I'm like, these people really care. I mean, they really care about my kids. And I was so it, my eyes were open to that because when I was a student, uh, the teacher was kind of the enemy. Like I, I was a terrible student. I wasn't any good. I didn't like doing homework. So therefore, I didn't like my teachers because they were piling all this work on me. Yeah. I know I wasn't mean to, and I had teachers I liked a lot, but for the most part, the teacher was a difficult person for me growing up. But now being on the other side of it and, and meeting with these teachers, because my kids had some struggles, I was just, I, my eyes were opened up how there are some really great people out there. So we started doing this thing a few years ago as a thank you, and we're doing one right now. Actually, Roman Catholic High School in Philly gets to vote on the coolest teacher Amen. of the year. 
So we pick a school each day randomly from all the schools, and then we have a text number, and they can text in who they thought the coolest teacher of the year was. And the next day, we give them a coffee mug that says, I'm the coolest teacher, and a little tchotchke it's cool. and prize. What's yeah. the qualifier, though? Like, what are we judging coolest? I mean, it's, their it's perception. It's interpretation. So oh. it's whatever. It's, you know, for so I, I, the way I position Shows it, up somebody, drunk a lot. Yeah. 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 No, somebody who, who made a positive impact in your life, and you want to say thank that. you to us. So. You want to know the craziest thing? My first class ever. They're now starting to contact me, because they're in college. Okay. So, uh... They will send me videos of themselves just wasted from their dorm rooms. I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't calling out for this, but I did have a kid, and he came to one of my shows because yeah. he saw it on online. And oh man, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it right here. Oh. He was like, he was like um, you know, I got to tell you, this is the one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me because I'll never forget when you were our teacher and you were telling us to chase our dreams and go after our oh. goals, and now we're watching you do it, and that is unbelievable. I'm like, dude, that's you amazing. Don't know as a teacher. You have some impact, man. Well, you, and it's cool. Yeah. Well, you see, uh, some, uh, the, that's that's wonderful. I mean, you yeah. know, uh, the the um, yeah, you could actually affect someone. I mean, I I had uh, we always talk about uh, you know our school experiences. It's a, it's a massive part of your early formative years, you know. And then the teachers that you uh, the, the teachers that always tried too hard were the ones that weren't popular, yeah. but the ones that kind of facilitated you you finding you, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. were the ones that made the impact. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and that's other thing, like, you don't know what a kid's going through, right? So yeah. it's just like, one of, the, one of the things I tell teachers, just make sure they had a good day. Yeah. Just make sure these kids had a good day and you could change their life. That that's might it. be the biggest win you get. Absolutely. Yeah. My absolutely. mom was a teacher her whole career, and uh, what's really cool for me is that sometimes because of the, the radio station and the show, I will hear from her former students, and they'll say, say hi to Mrs. McElwain, you know, and it's just like, it, it, it's... I'm removed from it, and then I'll forward the messages on to her and to see even 20, 30 years later the impact that she had on kids. It's it's remarkable. I'm, I'm lucky to be in this position, uh, and I'm grateful to my mom for doing what she did her whole career. Ah, that's so cool. She's the coolest teacher. Give yeah. her the I was always curious uh, about um, when you guys, you, you spend an entire year together with this group of students, and then they go away. Yeah. You've, you've just started to really get to know these people, and yeah. then they're gone. And that's got to be a hard part of the job. Although some of them, I'm sure you are glad, are getting the hell out of the <laughs> class as well. And by some, you mean most. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but they, no, that, that is crazy. But the thing is, too, you have these kids for like nine months. Like, I could like cook a baby. And then, yeah. yeah. And so that's a long time. So you get to know these kids like through and through their tics, their habits, like what makes them happy, what makes them sad. Yeah. And then they do go on, but I'll tell you what: there is nothing more rewarding than when they reach back out. That's, and it, yeah. it's man, it'll get you. Do you know who figured out how to make it extend longer? Was Mary Kayler? She had a way. Yeah, she did have a very yeah, special she was very way to way of stay doing. with their students. You know, that happened again recently. There was an article about really? it. Really? It's like, can we just get some positive press over here over the teachers? Jeez. <laughs> no, it's cool. So I have to ask you, and, and obviously you say you draw a lot of teachers, you draw a lot of nurses and so on and so forth, but your stuff uh, became very prominent when Ellen found you. Yeah. And, and you girl. were a regular on Ellen. Yeah. Uh, and and so, so that's cool. So... Obviously, when you're going from town to town, you you know, and you have your podcast, which is very successful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you're able to sort of pre pre pitch your appearances, right? Are, are yeah, you, a little you... bit. One of the coolest things too about Ellen is that, uh, like, I, I I grew up in a comedy family. My yeah. parents were always showing me stand up. Probably shouldn't, but they did. <laughs> and one of the ones I was always drawn to is Ellen because her yeah. act outs and the way she did. And then when she came out, I remember really being like. 
you know, I, I see myself in this person. I don't quite know why yet, but it was really cool. And then, you know, watching her career grow and then to be asked to be on her show to get my big break, I was like, this is, this is, the, it's, this it's is crazy. The stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's I heard pretty you- great. Heard you talking about it, and and there there are th- things change. You know, you think about years ago when somebody would appear on Carson. There's like there's a, I don't forget which channel has it, but it's the dark side of comedy and blah blah blah. But they show, you know, like Freddie Prince when he came out years ago, and and he won appearance on the Tonight Show, and it wasn't like hey, I got two million people to watch, or or you know, it was. 50 million, 60, I mean, yeah. crazy numbers yeah, yeah, yeah. of people. But I assume at the time you appeared on Ellen, that had seismic impact, did it not? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So so I, I did a, the reason I was on Ellen is because I did a little funny prank with my with my students. Spelling right? bee. A fake spelling bee. We test. all saw it, yeah. Well, yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, racking up those views and getting <laughs> me that ad revenue. Um, but that went viral. I woke up with 20 million views on the thing and a call from Ellen. And I was like, wow. what do we do here? And my boss was like, you're not going. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I called Ellen back. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we're doing this. So then when I the show and 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 you know people are reading the press they're reading the tabloids couldn't be farther from the truth the coolest woman made special time for me i'll never forget this to shoot we're sitting next to each other and she goes they didn't want to talk about me being a comic on the show really they they were like we're painting you as a a wholesome teacher this was an accident like we don't want to talk about comedy because i've been doing comedy for 12 years yeah as as a teacher you're um poor so (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's the word for it yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) we start talking about comedy and she goes, hey, I just want to let you know I think you're really funny and you need to do something with that. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I don't care what you do, but you're very funny and you need to go farther with this. And then the cameras came back on. I'm like, oh my God, here's my idol telling me. Yeah. But that, you know, lit a fire under me. And then I just took off and and I'm living my dream. That's now. great, man. It's so cool. Yeah, it's yeah, so it's cool. Really cool. I loved her stand-up, too. I mean, she was so a great good. host, but she was a really good stand-up comedian. And maybe still is. I don't know if she still does many specials. Yeah, she does. Um, I, I want to ask you, Joe, about your uh, Instagram, because you have a lot of followers. You have like, nearly 700,000. And I'm curious as to um, how you decide or if you put much thought into what you post because some comedians don't want to post too much for fear of um, giving away what they're going to do live at a, at a show. Do you think about it much or you just put stuff up there? You know, one of the biggest things about the internet is I feel like so many people are just like doing things to try and like get popular online and I think the reason that my internet presence worked is because the number one thing I always say is be yourself. So I just put, I just do what I do. I'm me. What you see on there is who's coming to the studio right now. So I don't really, I don't care. Right, like, right. Yeah. Throw it up there if you like it, great. If you don't like it, write something about it so the views go up. I don't. That's that's my philosophy. <laughs> it, serve, it serves you well. But yeah. you don't uh, you uh, you don't burn up your material on there, or do you just no? So I, I actually I just filmed my first ever comedy special. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be out soon. You guys give Wait, me a record to figure it out. We filmed it in L.A. at the Belasco Theater All right. uh, uh, with Don't Tell Comedy. Very excited about it. But um, I, what I what I post is mainly old stuff, jokes okay. that aren't in the special and crowd work. So you won't see anything from the special yet um but pretty much you know if you can't capitalize on it throw it on instagram <laughs> your, your your crowd work does any of that stem from how you would handle your students because listen teaching and comedy the same thing they go hand in hand because you're in the classroom and you're dealing with five-year-olds who act like drunk adults and then you get into the club and you're act you're with drunk adults acting like five-year-olds it's the yeah. same you, thing and you've got hecklers you got hecklers, you got hecklers. Day. yeah you yeah. get away with it so it's just yeah i remember maybe my, a better person mr long my english teacher in 10th grade he cl- Clearly loved George Carlin, and he Very was cool. clearly ripping off George George Carlin. Hilarious. Didn't think I, I, and I'm like, 
that's off George George Carlin's album. And it was like, I remember him like, you know, oh, son of a bitch. I had to get the one kid that knows George Carlin. But That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. I, you know, I did have a couple kids, too. So I, I left... I did love teaching, but it became the point where I could finally do what I want to do, like with my life too. And it was, it was a little bit of a distraction in the classroom. I started to realize that wasn't fair to the kids. You know, their parents are fans and it's yeah. just kind of not the same dynamic anymore. But it, I, when it hit me yeah. is when my students put my signature at the bottom of their field trip papers on eBay. <laughs> You're kidding me. Really? <laughs> sell my signature. Wow. Oh, there was my Mr. D signatures for 20 bucks. I said, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Should you get a cut? And did you capitalize? That'd be a great t-shirt. I told the kid 10%. He goes, what's percent? <laughs> <laughs> um, you got engaged. I did. When did that occur? We got engaged in January. Okay. Our, our wedding's next year. And let me tell you what. When you, I don't know if the listeners, if you're listening to this on closed captions or not, but I am engaged to a man. <laughs> and uh, when you tell people that, they don't know what to say sometimes. You're traveling for comedy. I'm in Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. This woman goes, oh, so who's the girl? I'm like, are you kidding me? It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Uh, All right, so who proposed? How did it happen? Anything interesting? Yeah, we live in Seattle now, originally from Detroit, but we live in Seattle now, and uh, we got a little special place. Orcas Island is where we go every summer, and then we we went there in the winter to get away for a little bit, and then, uh, yeah, Morgan proposed to me on the the top of a really awesome uh, mountain over there. Did you see see it coming? (laughs) I didn't. He's a sneaky little snake. But also, I'm a crazy person. And I was like fishing. I'm like trying to find this thing, right? I'm like, let's let's go. So I was always asking. Every time we went somewhere, I was like, it's gonna happen. And he really made it seem like it wasn't gonna. He was acting like he was sick. Like we wanted. To, he wanted to leave early and all this stuff. And then we took a little detour up the mountain. And I'm in a bad mood. I'm just like trying to ruin the day. Just get me home. We're not proposed again. Oh my god. And then he pulls off on the side of this bluff, looking over the. And he goes. Joe, and I could hear it in his voice. I'm like, it's <laughs> Did you cry? Did you cry? I didn't cry because um, we're going to take pictures of stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> no puppy eyes and that stuff. Right. What are you talking about? Listen, the uh, I proposed to my wife in uh, Whistler, uh, Canada. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, so we went there, and I, I had planned this. I was going to do it on a specific. We were going to take this... Uh, uh, snowmobile backcountry tour, and we were going off for this romantic dinner in this cabin off in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, "That's where I'm going to do it." The night before, we're laying in bed together, and she gives me this: "You're never going to do it. You're never. You're just never going to do it. You're never going to ask me." And I'm like, I'm st- uh, "The ring is in the room. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me twelve hours. I'm gonna start, just stop it." <laughs> but she was fishing all the time too, oh, yeah. trying to see when that was going to happen. Yeah, it was Morgan too. He kept saying, "He's like, this was the traveling ring. It came to us on so many trips, but you ruined it." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Made it Wow. Are you going to do a, a, a big wedding, a private thing? Uh, Marissa just uh, eloped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen to this. Completely just could. the two of them. Yeah. I wish we could, but my family's too crazy. Uh, we're we're going to do a bigger wedding. I told Morgan, we'll do whatever you want to do. I always have the spotlight on me. So if, yeah. you, if you still want to do something big, we'll do it. If you want to do something small, we'll sure. do it. And he, it's very important to him to have a lot of okay. family and friends. So bringing everybody to the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> People love to travel gotta do all it. the way up oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're going to do it. Big one. Wow. 
Ow. We, yeah, we didn't tell anybody. We just went out oh, to the wow, you punk lucky. rock. I'm yeah. so jealous. We went out to the punk rock museum in Las Vegas, and we just had one friend that we called. He lived in L.A. He could fly out to Vegas easy. I called him on Thursday. The whole wedding was on Saturday, and we spent 12 hours married without telling anybody. Before we went to bed, I texted like oh, these guys, dream. our family, and was like, "Here we go." That, honestly, went to bed. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it was great. Do you, okay. Weddings are a scam. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell yes. you, people are out here capitalizing yeah. on love. I had a woman out here. She quoted me $15,000 for flowers. I said, yeah. ma'am, I'm going to have dandelions and grass clippings. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. But by the end of it, you're so stressed out, you'll pay anyone to do anything. Truly. Like, you just don't want to deal with it. Truly. don't. Die. And here's a pro tip, anyone out there listening, getting married. Don't tell them you're getting married. Tell yeah. them it's a family reunion. <laughs> you say the word wedding or groom or bride, and they're going to hack that price up $5,000. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Family reunion. Do you know anyone who's successfully employed that tactic? Because it seems like it would work. Yeah, I wish I could tell you it was me. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because, yeah, they'll ramp up that price for the wedding. It's crazy. On anything, cookies, linens, whatever it is, it's just like, boom, price gone. And they're all essentially, I've been to some where they just spent a bundle and I've been to ones where it was just like in the spur of the moment. And, yeah. you know, I, I tend to favor the ones that are more cash. Oh, we're, we're doing cash. We'll yeah. tell you, so we're, we're working on having kids, too. We're doing yeah. IVF and surrogacy. And that's a whole different expense. So I'm not trying to, like, pay for a wedding that costs the same amount as a kid. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So it's cra- And then the, when, you're, when you're having a kid and you're gay and you get to the, the egg donor part, mm-hmm. the, the doctors were telling us, they're like, just pretend like you're on Tinder and you're straight. <laughs> what kind of woman would you look for? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, she's got to be nice and funny and built like a linebacker. I don't know. <laughs> Her main definition qualifier should be sturdy. (laughs) (laughs) Know her way around a workroom. If you're just tuning in, Joe Dombrowski, Mr. D, is joining us. It's going to be Helium Comedy Club, but it's sold out. All the, all Except the for yeah. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, 6 p.m. Yeah, show. Sunday there are tickets. tickets remaining for that. So, Joe, I'm looking at this photo, and, and we have it up here in the studio, too. Do you have a golden retriever, and did, and, and you live in Seattle? I kind of want yeah. your life a little bit. I don't have a golden retriever. Oh. I have a son. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did that's this dog just wander up to you? Your first child. Yeah, that's our golden retriever, Mac. He's actually a rescue. Uh, um, I rescued well him done. for $3,000 from a breeder, <laughs> and he is... <laughs> he is... You rescued my life. My man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so he's it. a good little boy. I love him. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, you're wearing a hat that says, I like dogs. I am so, wearing a hat that yeah. says, I love dogs. How long yeah. have you lived in Seattle? We've lived in Seattle for five years now, which is, that was an adjustment. Uh, we moved there. Seattle, let me tell you, very different world. Okay? Like, we're we're both from Michigan. We're very liberal, very open-minded. We got to Seattle. We're like... Are we Republican? Like it was, you got to be kidding me. Seattle's, <laughs> Seattle's now. Can you believe it? I, I, that blows my I welcome was greeting was getting my car lit on fire. It was, it's, it's a wow. Wow, 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 wow. It's a lot, but wow. we're adjusting. <laughs> but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful city. I've always loved it. Yeah, when you it. look outside, uh, outside of it, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Not you, so much you now, like huh? someone taking a crap outside your front door? Move to Seattle. Well, singles. Yeah, singles. Yeah. It's no different than here in Philly. I love playing my favorite game here. Was that fireworks? It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I read you want to you want to tackle the Philly accent. Is this something you're working on? I'm trying. Yeah. My driver on the way here, he was like, "Oh, you're gonna go down there, down there, down I'm there." Like, what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> down there, yeah. Stellars. 
The Stillers. <laughs> like, what's going on? Where are you from originally? Detroit. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, don't worry. I won't cut you. But, okay. <laughs> but I am. You have your own. Right. Your own accent. Yeah. You're real nasally. Really annoying. But uh, we love it. Yeah. I keep hearing that Michigan is like the best place for like spring and summer. Yeah. Who lied to you? Uh, somebody. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's good. It's yeah. good. It's humid. Surprisingly. It, it's that blows people's minds. Yeah. How he, it's humid here. Oh, in really? the summer, it can get oppressively humid, and you're like, well, it's the Northeast. Why are we dealing with this level of humidity? And it's anomalous, but it's here Rolling every summer. the Great yeah. Lakes or something. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why we get it. I mean, we're it's pretty crazy. far away from the Great Lakes. Are we? I actually don't even know where we are. <laughs> what Not is really. This? I mean, Lake Erie's... Uh... We're closer to the ocean than any of the Great Lakes, though. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. why. And you I, always you always default to the ocean. The just... humidity in Michigan, I'm not joking, it'll compete with the humidity in Houston. Like, it's it's not a joke. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, it's intense. Hey, I wanted to ask about this. You performed in Nashville the same weekend that uh, the Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift was in Taylor. Yeah, yeah listen to this. That? I still sold out. How about that, Taylor yeah. Swift? Right. Taylor Swift. She I'm not going to say anything bad because I'd, I'd love to use a little bit of that Taylor Swift money. But hey. Oh, she was here just a week or two. Was it last week? Last weekend. Yeah, yeah. last weekend. Was, was it three crazy? nights sold out at the stadium at the link. With people camping out for her merch the day before. And not only that, what we didn't know, and or none of us did, that there are these little satellite parties leading up to the event that take place when Taylor's going to be in town. Like like Kathy, who's normally, uh, Marissa's sitting in for Kathy, who's usually here, she's sick today, but she um, she went to a, an event at a boutique to pick out outfits <laughs> for the concert to go to the yeah. concert yeah. that people showed up to because, it was, and then there were other, uh, there were other venues that were having Taylor Swift parties. We've never seen anything. I mean, unbelievable. Not Springsteen, not the U2, not the Stones, not even the massive hip-hop acts never have seen anything like that here. It's and Incredible. when you're in the same city as a, I loved that video. That was I, that was fun to do. Uh, but when you're in the same city as a Taylor Swift concert, you go walking down the street and you see them. You know where they're going. Oh, like yeah. These little fringe outfits yeah. with the boots and the glitter, and it's just like, <laughs> yes. where am I? Like, what sort of gay pride <laughs> float are we getting ready for? But um, and then the next day after, you see them all in the Taylor Swift merch. I'm just like, this woman yeah. is killing it. Good honor, you know. Yeah, yeah. I Walked up to a girl and two girls in Duncan, and the tip off is the clear purse, like the, yeah, the gotta, size uh, of all. Everybody has their clear purse now. And yeah. I woke up, I was like, "Oh, how was our uh, uh, have fun at the show?" And they were like, "Girl, we were there last night." And I was like, "Oh, you girls are still in the same outfit at 10 a.m." Yeah, good for you. Yeah, because the haters gonna hate, hate, hate. <laughs> oh, hate. Is, is the clear purse because you need that to go into the venue? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or you work at Macy's. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you're yeah. in Seattle going anywhere. Um, um, yeah, uh, that's it's wild to see it though. And so then do they... you not like Seattle? <laughs> yeah, throw me under the bus. I love it. Uh, How I, did you end up there? Listen, it's okay. beautiful. Yeah. You know, you look out the window; it looks like I'm I'm, in, I'm living in a painting. There's the mountains. I sometimes from my living room, I see orca whales jumping in the, in the sound. That's it's pretty beautiful. Effing good. Yeah. The people are a little less than desirable. Okay. And I'll say that to their face. They're not friendly. You walk really? down the street, no one says hello. I do you think it's the weather? Do it. Yeah. The weather does make you want to take a yeah. bath with a toaster. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. but, but they're just like, it's 
not like my people. So I always, people are like, oh, you're from Seattle? I go, correction, I live in Seattle. I'm right. from Detroit. Right. So, so are you guys going to move anywhere? Or are you, are yeah, you... we put down roots, bought a house. We're, okay. we're staying. It's great. I mean, honestly, gay dads, you get Seattle, let's be, come on. <laughs> right, but he said, what, what? Brought you there? Why? How did you end up in Seattle? Is he from yeah, Seattle? Yeah, Morgan? Uh, Morgan actually got a really big job for a company that I'm not allowed to say, but I will tell you they're listening to you right now. Oh. And, uh, yeah, Are they anywhere near Seattle, their yeah, headquarters, right, right there, uh-huh. right down in there too. Sounds like a rainforest, uh-huh. and I am probably getting a divorce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, is it your desire at some point to see a Sasquatch? Because oh, I absolutely, right, one hundred percent. I mean, when... like in Seattle, you're in the mindset of. Seeing a Sasquatch at all times because you can get anything for free to put you in that mindset. So, hey. so something that's just, I, having gone out there a number of times, and that's, you know, I can't, it's like if you you go to Loch Ness, mm-hmm. you're going to, uh, well, let me take a quick look. You, that's the whole thing. And it, it gets you when you're there. It's like, yes. well, this is apparently where they are. So let's check it out. Absolutely. Yeah. You never know. You'll see crazier stuff than a Sasquatch. I'll say that. <laughs> like, just, the dude taking a dump on the street. Yeah, just yeah. walk outside. You never know. I've never, I'll tell you this. I've never seen more naked people in public than when I moved to Seattle. Really? Sometimes it's great. Most times it's not. <laughs> yeah. It something. Does it seem naked conducive. people in public? Just, just uh, naked. Huh. Just naked. Walking down the street. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we can do this here. Yeah. Great. You ever <laughs> see any celebrities? Like Dave Matthews lives there, Eddie Vedder, any like the, that Shut camp? up. Dave Laffey, Matthews lives in Seattle. He does, yeah. He moved there a few years ago. He's got a place in Charlottesville, Virginia, but he spends, I think his wife has a job in Seattle, and that's why he lives there. No. Yes! <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he lives on that. Makes you a little, little cooler now, isn't it? This ain't true. Yeah. He's the one Dave. sending those orcas over to your house. Yeah, it's, it's not Dave. You're oh confused. There's a different Dave Matthews. Oh. Get your LinkedIn straight. Right. Uh, that does make sense, though. He has a big show at the Grove every year. Uh, uh, the Gorge. The Gorge. The Gorge yeah, I went last year. Sense. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah I love Dave. That's it's a good show. Uh, I, I flew in and out of Seattle. I've been, I've been there, like Steve, several times. I, I yeah. love it. If, if I lived anywhere else in the country, it might be there until now, yeah. until hearing your description of it. <laughs> you're, you're not exactly on the tourism board. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You sound like you could be a friend of the devil's lettuce. We're going to get along. Oh, and, yeah. Because um, Seattle, you know, changes you. Yes, it does. <laughs> have you been to the Gorge? I have. It's gorgeous. It is. Was that a pun? No pun intended. It was go- well, so I did not mean to do that. I'm not Ithaca, taking New York is gorgeous. Yeah. That's their, their gorgeous. slogan. Yeah. 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 Great meth in Ithaca. We love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, never coming back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, the, the Gorge is it's a it's a music venue or just it a, is. a it performance is, yeah. venue outside. Yeah, it's, um, it's like Red Rocks. It's Columbia River yeah. Gorge, and it's yeah, it's similar to Red Rocks, although it's it's much bigger and and um, less red. And Dave and less red. And Dave Matthews Band does um, Labor Day weekend every year, and and so I went last year. That's um, where you saw that drone show, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh and yeah. It, it was a bit um, not to dive too deep into this, but it was a bit of a transformative weekend for me. Like, I, I really felt like a different person after I left, and now I want to go every year. Yeah, and it'll do that. It, and it was it was great. So, um, maybe I'll see you this fall. <laughs> I'll see you there. Don't no, say you, hi. Uh, you're going to be Sasquatch, honey. <laughs> wow. I, I love you. you. You just descend into some sort of just compulsion to, well, I'm going to find that goddamn thing. <laughs> you're searching for Sasquatch. Oh, 100%. Do you, are, you, are you an outdoorsy guy? Hiking and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, like, honestly, moving there was one of the coolest things. You're in Michigan your whole life. It's just flat. Yeah. And then you get there. We do everything outdoors. We're, we're actually, I, we're big fishermen, which I, I guess you would oh, guess. Yeah, we go straight from getting our nails done to uh, hopping on a boat. So what do you, what do you <laughs> mostly river stuff or, or No, ocean? we'll do for anything. Like, we're, we're actually about to do a three uh, uh, a three day fishing camp in Cayuga, British Columbia. Oh. Super remote. We're going for tuna, coho, salmon, oh, halibut, all of it. So we're not, cool. we're not joking around yeah. about our fishing. So, there, yeah. There's something very zen about that. I don't give a rat's yeah. ass when, when I used to fish. Or like like a, um, a fly fishing. I don't care about getting a fish. It, there's just the zen thing about being out there. Would for you sure. agree? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's just like puts you in a really good headspace. You're, it's yeah. so, so stupid. I <laughs> I go fishing and I become a different person when I leave, too. But you become one with nature. <laughs> Who am I? I leave. I'm going back to this. All right, so you're going on this three-day ex- excursion and you're going to catch all these Big fish. These are huge. Yeah. Are you throwing them back? You no. Know, so we're a little bougie. So <laughs> okay. We're, we're, it's a. It's a. It's like glam fishing. Yeah. Okay. So you go. You go fishing all day, and then we're gonna go back to our. Uh, you know, luxury condo. <laughs> and then what they do is they fillet all of your fish after you catch it, oh, and then they uh, freeze. Um, f- uh, suction cup it <laughs> and then freeze it and you leave with a cooler of all oh, yeah. your meat. So okay. because of that, I bought a uh, a deep freezer ready to go for when we get back. I'm just like, hey, hey, we're having tuna tartare for the rest of the year. Let's go. Now they have, I think it might be the tuna, they, they have a, a part on there uh, that's, uh, it's called the cheeks. Yeah. I believe that are really tender and like literally when you catch it, you can scoop that out and yeah. eat it. Look it out. Yeah. You think you'll try that? Yeah, well the last time we went, we went, um, uh, prawning. We went for spot prawns. So and those you, spears mostly. Right? <laughs> yeah, mostly spears. No, we, we you just dip them down and get it. We went prawning and Dungeness crabbing. Okay. And, Look uh, at you. Uh, that's pretty wild. I'm so heteronormative. But I will tell you. <laughs> you, you know, you're Eddie Bauer. <laughs> can you believe it? I know. <laughs> you put, uh, spot prawns, you can actually... Eat, eat them right out of right out of the water. Wow. Delicious. No yeah, a little bit of soy sauce. So good. Wow. It's so okay. good. Yeah, we don't. God, we're so bougie. So <laughs> when we go on these trips too, we usually have like a guide who will like cook it right on the boat. I'm gonna die. Um, <laughs> yeah, remember when I used to be a teacher? Not anymore. <laughs> You're out there on a on a prawn expedition. I know it's uh, cool though. I mean, the Pacific Northwest has got it all. Yeah, it, it really it is it is phenomenal. And and. Uh, yeah, good for you because it's well, you don't wait. So Nick attempted a climb of Mount Rainier. Yeah, stop it. Yeah. Well, it didn't go well, uh, yeah. but I did climb it. Um, some of it. Sasquatch started chasing. Them. I believe it. <laughs> uh, it was um, way too fast for me, and I got altitude sickness. And yeah, so, it's common. Um, uh, I, I stopped at about twelve thousand feet, and I think it's fourteen three or fourteen four. Did you make like it that. to the first camp? Or I did. I made it to oh, New York nice. camp, and um, then tried uh, doing more, and that was a mistake. Uh, but I hiked Kilimanjaro a few years ago, and I drove. Who, who are you? I know, yeah, right? <laughs> Wait, I was gonna, I was, if you like glamping, have you ever been to the Stehekin Valley Ranch? It's uh, in near North Cascades National Park. This all right, I, we can talk I'm off going air. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's your speed, and uh, you can be bougie there and do some fishing. 
oh, I love it. You know, my, my partner, Morgan, my fiance, he did. He made it to the second camp, and he came back, and he was a changed person. He really? was like, I've never, like, oh, God. It was one of those, I never thought my body would be able to actually <laughs> handle this sort of situation, and here I am. I'm like, honestly, go back up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I think uh, it's to, to, to when, when I finally started years and years ago, started getting out and hiking all the time to just see, you, you know, you yeah. need to disconnect. And I know you think you sound uh, like, uh, you know, trippy saying all that, but it's the truth. You need to because it's, just, it's too much. I, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. That's, you know, when we ask, too, what do you do and stay on the road to be healthy? But I do try and, like, do whatever the city has to offer. Right. Man. And you see some really cool stuff when you're sure. on tour. So I'm always trying to just, like, walk around, see what the locals do, go on these hikes, go whatever it is, and just to absorb the places I'm at. Absolutely. Once the kids come, <laughs> that's over. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Take no, it in no, now, no. my friend. Have so. your the, the chef that's, that's cooking your soup. They can wash your kids. Yeah, yeah for sure. We'll put them on full time. No big deal. How uh, are you with kids? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, listen, uh, Mr. D, Joe here is going to be, there's only one show left you can get tickets for this weekend. At I, actually, I don't even know if that's true anymore. <laughs> Last okay. I heard, there were five left. Oh, really? So, uh, You're saying now. this was so entertaining that we uh, sold those out. You know, I hear that a lot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we'll see. Get you right. if you can. Maybe a handful of tickets. Tickets for that Sunday show at 6 p.m. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much for coming by this yeah, morning. Thank Congratulations. You guys. Thank you. Mr. D, it. guys, Joe Dombrowski on the Preston and Steve show. And we will take a break and come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because... Nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. Kidding! Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Case, you want to mention something? Yeah, I just need to give a huge thank you and uh, and a shout out to uh, Michael and Ellen Barkan. Uh, they had uh, me and a, <laughs> a ton of people out yesterday for their Healing Hearts uh, Foundation golf outing. And that was at the French Creek Golf Club Press. I know that you love that golf course. Love that golf. I think it is the prettiest golf course uh, in the area, period. It's just the views are amazing. Yeah, so it's a wonderful organization that... Sorry. Um, yeah, and <laughs> we all... He's so happy he's dancing. Yeah. Love Wildwood Days. 
Uh, but what they do is they help heal the hearts of families across the Delaware Valley whose hearts have been broken by the sudden illness or sudden loss of a loved one. So mm-hmm. that's what they do. Very noble. Uh, it, yeah, and it, it's awesome. And it was uh, it, it was founded by Michael and Ellen and uh, in, in honor of this guy, Mark Maggi's uh, brother, who uh, suddenly had passed away. But um, yesterday was... A beautiful day. Uh, Michael, if you're listening, dude, you hooked me up with the best foursome that I've played golf with in a really, really long time. I, pl- I played with a woman named uh, Lauren, who was with Tito's Vodka, uh, her friend Kelly, this guy named Will, and another guy named Mike. Uh, uh, when the day was over, I was like, man, I'm so glad I got to spend the day with you guys because it was really, really what a great. Win, man. It was a really long day. Uh, and, dude, my- oh, Nick, Mike Schmidt. Was in the foursome right behind. Are you serious? I swear to God. Whoa! I swear to God. Now, uh, the guy that I was playing golf with, I don't necessarily know if he knew who Mike Schmidt was. So um, I tell him that, hey, Mike Schmidt's in the foursome behind us. And then I see him go and walk up to this guy named Vinny. Preston, Vinny played on uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen's first two albums. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember meeting him. Yeah. So he starts talking to Vinny. I'm like, I think he thinks that's Mike Schmidt. Oh my God! <laughs> what was your workout regimen like? What? Because oh well, so Vinny has a mustache. Mike does not have a mustache anymore. Mike obviously played for years and years and years in the Phillies uniform Dude. when he had a mustache. But there were so many like Philadelphia sports celebrities that were there. By the way, and, you like, could have pointed out to him. No, Mike Schmidt is a guy beating the hell out of his. <laughs> Uh, at golf. At golf. Yes. At golf. But anyway, it, it was an awesome day. And uh, Ellen and Mike and Mark, they, they put together this amazing uh, event. It's not easy to put together an event like that with the amount of people that were there. And it was just awesome. So thank you, Michael. And best of luck with the uh, Healing Hearts Coach. And I'm sorry I couldn't make it yeah. with my bum shoulder right now. It's getting better. But I was... Mike had texted me last week. He's like, are you playing? You know, uh, it was actually two weeks ago. Are you playing in the outing? I just want to check. And I wrote, I literally wrote back. I wrote, wild horses couldn't drag me away from this event. And like two days later, I hurt my shoulder. So what's the ETA? Is there an ETA? I don't know. uh, Next week, I see an orthopedic surgeon. Okay. uh, Orthopedic Check on the baby. Uh, to check on the baby. No, uh, no, because I got an MRI and they'll take a look and and tell me what they think. But I I think I'm going to be all right. I think I'll be playing golf. Um, uh, later this summer, so I'm hoping so. What if they uh, have to put you down? Then yeah. we'll it would have <laughs> been, nice, <laughs> been nice to know me. Uh, real quick, I need to do a couple of shoutouts, gang. All I've right, gotten. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Here's the thing about the shoutouts, and then we're going to get to the junk drawer. Okay, uh, is that I I fall behind on them, and the more that I do them, the more requests I get, and the harder it is to keep up with them. So you know, I what? apologize. People love them though. So, what the hell? What the hell, right? Uh, this one is a shout-out for Shelby. She'll be 14 on Tuesday the 9th. Oh. She's an avid listener. Even though she doesn't understand one word, that's because she's a boxer Rottweiler <laughs> rescued through faithful friends in Wilmington. Now, I normally don't do dog shout-outs, but they sign this. Thanks. Love you guys like Dr. Mike. Aww. So, that's from John Shore. So, here's a shout-out to your dog. Your dog. And then, here's one that says, sorry to bother your work. Recently... Uh, recent winner of the easiest job, probably a karmatic payback from uh, beating not one but two cancers back to back. Nice. Uh, uh, thymoma, open chest surgery, and then Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I would love a grand shout out for my birthday on May 9th. And of course, I forgot to do it to the two time cancer survivor here. Uh, I turn uh, the answer to the universe this year, which is 42. Uh, so that's from. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm not done yet. Hang on a second. Oh. Uh, I feel 
Uh, weird asking for things, but if you could, that would seriously make my year. On that day, I'll be talking about my need to eat pizza so I could just forget about the moose for a moment. Uh, big fan, and thank you so much, Jeremy. Now you do oh, the show. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Listen, and you always say you try to get them close to the date, yeah. but you can't guarantee an on-the-date delivery. All right, here's one I think that's on the date. Uh, this is for this Sunday, so I can't do it on Sunday. Obviously, I want to do a quick note. This is from... Uh, to wish, oh, you guys not only the happiest of uh, birthdays because 25 is a big deal, our 25th yeah. anniversary, but also 25 years ago on Sunday, I became a mama. Neither of my boys know a world without Preston and Steve, and that makes me glappy. <laughs> I've been listening since day one, P1. His name is Damien. Happy birthday to Damien. Mom loves you more. Uh, keep kicking ass in life. Feel free to read anytime. And that's from Devin Mayer. So. And then well, I'm, I'm glad he did glum. <laughs> One more time. Yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm glad he did glum. <laughs> All right, two more quick ones. Uh, wow. This is from Mark Dominic. Says, uh, good morning, It. Uh, can I please get my amazing wife a baby shard out? Yesterday at a routine OB appointment, her doctor noticed high levels of protein in her urine. After further tests, they discovered that she was experiencing a very rare but dangerous syndrome. It's called H-E-L-L-P, help. Mm. Uh, six hours after being admitted into the ER, uh, she was given an emergency C-section at 28 weeks pregnant. Mother, Brittany, and baby Beckham have a long road ahead of them, but I know a juicy shard out will help them. Good morning to meet you. Yeah. Uh, and it says here, my wife is Brittany, who sent the Blantons to Presbo. Oh. Oh, so Brittany, uh, thank you so much for that again. But Here's a baby. There you go. All right, so good, good luck. Good morning to see you. <laughs> and then also a happy birthday shard out. You guys know Mike the limo driver, Mike Green. Mm-hmm. Mike's great. Kara is turning, his daughter is turning 21 tomorrow. Happy wow. 21st birthday, Kara. Is Got he going to bring her to Keenan's? Uh, ooh, he could. Mike, you better bring her to Keenan's so she can sit there and look sullen and bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Mike, I love her to death, yeah. but she always looks like Dad. Why did you bring Dad. me to this? <laughs> All right, and then last one, and this is for one of our family members. It says, "Hey, Preston, if possible, could I get a really big shout out on Friday the nineteenth for Marcus in the Darkest?" It says around eight thirty a.m. Sorry about that. Uh, he has been there for me the last couple of weeks. While I was going through some family issues and really listened to me and helped me through the troubling times. Uh, and that is from uh, John in, he says, JP in Palmyra, New Jersey. So here okay. you go. <laughs> Marcus loves helping people out. It, he's, it's, it's what he does. The nicest friggin' guy. He is. He wants. He he is just all about making sure that people are good. And he so, makes the world a glappier place. He does. So, <laughs> so glappy that he's a member of our team. All right, now we need to do the junk drawer. So why don't we? Yeah. Presents cleaned and out of junk drawer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Writes <Yes>. itself. <laughs> well, that's what I've, I've asked Kyle. I want him to do a jingle. Oh. And that's, those are the lyrics. Oh. It's a junk drawer. Is that what your meeting's about? Preston's clean and out of junk drawer. Getting stuff out of a junk drawer. That's all I want. The name, once again, is Mr. Plow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Oh. The Food and Drug Administration has approved new medication to treat moderate to severe vasomotor symptoms, commonly known as hot flashes. That are associated with menopause. Is that what the vapors is? I have the vapors. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 man, I always thought of vapors as like a 
Sort of swooning? Or? Yeah, yeah, swoon. I, I think, think that more so. Oh, and, and, and diarrhea. <laughs> that, too. I do declare, but oh God, I have the vapors. And explosive diarrhea all about the back of my petticoat. <laughs> <laughs> the medication, which goes by the brand name uh, Vioza, works by blocking the neurokinin 3 receptor, which helps it shuts your heart off. the body regulate temperature. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Viosa, Preston. <laughs> Shut up. Viosa. Shut up. I actually got that reference. Hermione. Uh, the medication is the first medication that focuses on inhibiting the NK3 receptor to be approved by the FDA. When I was younger, I used to get what I called hot flashes. And obviously, it wasn't check it and see? menopause. But I might, all of a sudden, my temperature would go way up. I, would, I mm. wouldn't take my temperature, but I would feel physically hot when you start sweating and, and kind of sweat yeah and it no, would that, happen out of nowhere yeah no I, i've i I've hated it had those periods would you but you had them more than uh than you uh yeah there were there were you know enough to where i i would say yep here it goes again so you probably had a fever of 103 yep. oh yeah <laughs> Maybe. It's one of my biggest fears about, like, hitting that age. Because I already run hot mm-hmm. and, like, get warm. So I can't imagine the day where I'm having, like, actual hot flashes so on Marissa, top of it. Some people ha- report, n- like, nothing. And some people get really, you know, have to go with a little portable fan. Oh so it, it, I yeah. guess it's the luck of the draw. So Ugh. they have hormonal treatments for hot flashes already. Oh. and uh, But they can't be taken safely by patients with a history of stroke, heart attack, vaginal bleeding, blood clots, clots, or liver disease. So there are some issues with this. But this is not hormonal and will be available to patients who were previously unable to receive the treatment. Uh, the medication was tested in a series of uh, randomized clinical trials against placebos, and they're about ready to get that rolling. Let's see if it works. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, let me see what else I can find here. Oh, you know what? That's probably... Uh, here we go. All right, how about this? A cold case investigator is claiming that the FBI has identified the man suspected to be the infamous Zodiac Killer. Oh! This is a long time they've been trying to piece this stuff together. Now, this is according to an investigator, and the FBI has said, no, it's still an open yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they say uh, he had killed at least five people in 1960. Journalist Thomas Colbert uh, has claimed the FBI, uh, that an FBI whistleblower confirmed to him that Air Force veteran Gary Francis Post, uh, who has been previously posited as the killer, is currently listed by the Bureau as a suspect. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Colbert claims FBI labs have a partial DNA sample on Post, uh, who has been dead since 2018, that links him to the murders and believes authorities didn't look uh, into him enough when he was alive. Uh, the felon has been secretly listed as Zodiac suspect in the headquarters computer since 2016, according to this organization called Case Breakers. They said that in the statement. And more and more, these these groups of amateur uh, detectives are, they're hitting it. The Golden State uh, Killer, right? Yeah, yeah I believe a, so. Yeah, Pat Oswald's wife uh, did oh, the yeah. digging on that one. So while the Zodiac Killer is known to have killed five people, uh, the true figure is believed to be 20 to 28 uh, while the killer themselves claimed to have killed 37 in taunts that were sent to officials because he was constantly communicating with uh, with um, uh, the police, authority figures. Authorities, yeah. uh, the FBI has long denied that the open case has been solved. Uh, it remained uh, open as recently as October 2021. Uh, that same month, Post was identified by case breakers as their leading suspect in at least five murders that took place in the Bay Area between 68 and 69. 
Um, and they're they're trying to get a hold of DNA to see if they can run these uh, well, official tests. But but they're saying the case breakers is saying that the FBI has somebody's trying to cover it up because they bungled it along the way. I don't know. I would think they'd want to, no matter what, mistakes that were made, they'd want to identify. I used to think that, but I, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's quite possible. I, I would say, well, why would they do that? But sometimes there's a why we don't know. And and, and nobody nobody wants to look like a, a screw-up. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, and sometimes it happens, like the truth can come out after a certain people have died and then it no longer matters that they're going to be embarrassed does, by that. It does make you wonder. Yeah. Like the, 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 there's a whole bunch of Kennedy assassination information that... Anyone associated with that information is long gone, has passed away. Yeah. So, you know, why are they still holding on to it? Uh, the Case Breakers is compiled of about 40 independent sleuths, and they announced that Post had given away weapons and bullets before his death, which could finally lead to the true identity of the killer. Uh, so there are people that are... You don't think it was George Burns, do you? A George Burns? <laughs> I, I, I like killing women. <laughs> it's just something I like to do. I like to terrorize, torture them, and torture the police. Something I love. Maybe they've overlooked yeah. something fairly obvious. <laughs> the original title is, Oh God, How Much I Love Killing People. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyhow, we'll see if something comes of this. Don't know. All right, uh, another item from the junk drawer. Uh, emergency doctors, nurses, and other first responders have seen it all when it comes to traumatic accidents and catastrophes and horrible injuries. Why not? But one nurse on TikTok is opening up about the three things that she'll specifically never do in her own life after what she has seen in the ER. So here's some advice. She sees these injuries come in, and it's enough to warn people about. So I'm very curious about this. Number one, she says, we're going to start off strong. And then she named motorcycles as the first thing she will now avoid. According to a... Yes. I know you're a motorcycle. You've enjoyed riding dirt bikes and things. I have enjoyed in my life. I cannot... And Bill Weston is still is, loves his his motorcycle. To me, I don't trust other people when I'm in a car. Yeah, I've yeah. never and been. I a street, see too much crazy stuff. I've, I've never been a street bike guy. Uh, always uh, just yeah. it, it was dirt bikes uh, that I got into. The scooter was great. Um, I actually felt uh, safer down the shore on it. Uh, people just drive slower. There's a lot more stop signs and and whatnot. But I, when I see people like. Zooming by on a motorcycle on the highway, I, I don't get. Yeah. It. I don't understand taking that type, those types of risks. Oh, there was a dude in Harleysville just the other day. As the light turned yellow, he comes riding through the intersection, and, and it the light went from yellow to green, and he was popping a wheelie. Yeah, so he's hauling ass. You yeah. got to be, you got to be moving to to pull them, you know, to do a wheelie like that. And I was like, you are going to die. Yeah. You are probably going to die. There's so many people in the city, Casey, that have those little scooters that you brought to the blood drive last year. Yeah. Just getting across the city, because it makes sense, yeah. but I just they go like between the street and the sidewalk. I'm like... Well, that's well, the thing. You're, you're talking, you're talking like decide. motorcycle. Yeah, like, motorcycle. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, teaching the, the bike on the street. They they call them uh, donor cycles. But, uh, uh, that's what uh, um, uh, doctors call right. them. Right. Uh, so... Um, according to Forbes, riding a motorcycle is undeniably dangerous. In 2020 alone, 5,579 bikers died in fatal traffic accidents, and 2,143 happened when the driver wasn't wearing a helmet. Plus, even though motorcycles account for just 3% of all vehicles on the road, uh, they are involved in 14% of all motor vehicle accidents in the U.S., which is concerning. Yeah. All right, so she says she'll she'll stay away from motorcycles. She sees it all the time. I need you to not say these last two on the list because my wife's listening. Okay, okay. well, here we go. The <laughs> second thing on the list is propane tanks. Uh-huh. 
She says, I've had three who have had propane tanks explode on them, and it has left them with debilitating burns. Mm-hmm. Um, i got to imagine that's fairly rare, though. Well, that's the other thing. And you, I've used propane tanks all my life. Yeah, me too. I've never had a problem, but nope. I'm also very cautious. It's like the caution we, we um, displayed when we deep-fried the turkey on the... Uh, Roof of if, if I'm picking up and I have a full one in yeah. my car, I drive more carefully. Oh, yes. If you, if you got in a bad accident and that yeah. thing ruptures, kaboom. Absolutely. Yeah. I have to. My wife will cook on the grill, um, but I'm the one who has to start the grill. By the way, Preston, I use that cinch. Mm-hmm. They do the delivery right to your house. Yeah. Much easier. I also, uh, for our fire table, I'm the one who has to start the fire on the fire table. Like, she's just uh, terrified to protect. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the last one, and mm. she admits it's a controversial one, and this is not to ruin anybody's business or anything, but she says uh, going to a chiropractor. Yeah. Uh, based on the reported numbers, chiropractic injuries, including those two, the neck are considered very rare. Oh, there you go. But yeah. they do happen. Now, um, if you if you visit the chiropractor on a motorcycle, <laughs> now the odds are... <laughs> My son goes every week to a chiropractor. Yeah. So do I. He's back, yep. Yeah, and I have been seeing a chiropractor uh, every week for the past few months. Uh, I um, suffered an injury on this show during the Camp Out for Hunger uh, that left me with uh, pain and numbness going down my right arm. And it was going on for months and months and months. I had to have a spinal injection that didn't give me any relief. I went and saw this guy, and I feel great. Now, I don't, th- that, like, weird, like, neck thingy that they do. Yeah, where, the like, adjustment. Yeah, I, I don't do that. I asked him to not do that. At my, actually, believe it or not, my wife's request. So um, Yeah, I asked when I was going to one, too. I'm like, can we not do that? I yeah. just, it doesn't make, I don't feel I asked, and the guy, my guy, this is years ago. I haven't gone to a chiropractor in a long time, but uh, my wife goes regularly. He does this thing where he makes you open up your mouth uh, and put it on the side of a curb. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's then, weird. It at first, it's very shocking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, when he stomps on the back, you, you definitely get relief. If you're used to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you survive. Yeah. You don't feel anything from the neck down. <laughs> no. This guy a Nazi? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Nazi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, keeps a, he keeps the haircut tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that was the last one. Hey, we have a phone call in what? the junk drawer. Wait, what? Okay. I was going to talk about this. I was going to talk about this in music news, but we'll talk about it now. Gang from uh, the band Froggy, Brooke is on the line. Hey, Brooke. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing awesome right now. You guys are you guys are on tour. Am I correct about that? Yeah, we just had our first show last night. Oh, your first? How was it? Wow. It was so much fun, and everybody was super super nice. Oh, that's excellent. You know, you you made such an impression at the side stage <clears throat> last uh, time at the, <clears throat> excuse my voice here, uh, the uh, barbecue. Uh, there were so many people. You actually had a, a mosh pit generated. <laughs> uh, so I think you picked up a whole extra fan base off of that. So tonight, where are you? Um, tonight, we're at Milk Boy in Philly. Oh, nice. nice. All right. <laughs> On uh, 13th and Chestnut. Mm-hmm. Right there. Uh, and I see that uh, you're playing with two bands, Sorry Mom and Slop Tart. <laughs> yeah, very are, excited. Are on I the bill. It. Now, have you have you already done shows with these guys yet? So, we're doing the whole tour with Sorry Mom, but never played with Slop Tart, and very excited to play with them. Oh, that's That's awesome. very cool. Nice. And so, how many dates is the tour that you guys are playing? Um, I think it's six dates. Okay. And we're doing themed outfits for every night. So tonight is Halloween, and I'm very excited for that. So tonight is Halloween themed. And you're wearing what? 
Um, for my final project at Temple this year, I made a Halloween costume. Okay. Like, I made, like, a old-fashioned Halloween mask and a paper mache and a giant cloak, so I will be wearing that. <laughs> yes, awesome. I love it. <laughs> All right, so with the tour, how old is everybody now? Are you, are you guys still under 21? So we're all under 21, but yeah. we brought my cousin who is 25. And so <laughs> some of the venues are like 21 plus, and we were like, we need some help. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you have a, a chaperone of sorts. Yeah, <laughs> but she's fun to be around, so it's okay. No, that's that excellent. She buys you booze. She buys yeah. booze. <laughs> yeah. No comment from Brooke, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Listen to that laugh. Hey, have you guys written any new music lately? Um, We've been working on it, but we've also been prepping crazy for tours, so we put it on pause till we came back, but yeah. don't worry. All right. Yeah, no, the, the, honestly, you, you guys are terrific, and I think any, anybody who loves, especially, and they hear your sound every week on the show here, so yep. got to check out the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, well... Oh, yeah, there we go. Well, tell the gang we said hi, and we hope you guys have a great show tonight at Milk Boy. What time are you going on, by the way? Um, what time are we going on? <laughs> I think like 9.20. Huh? That's doable. I would yeah. imagine probably the show starts around 7 or You're something You're getting like grandma that. to that show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so go to Milk Boy tonight <laughs> and uh, see Froggy. All right, Brooke, rock on. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, bye. Thanks for having me. Anytime. <laughs> See you, Brooke. Yes, Froggy. I love those guys. They're the best. And they're, they're our Friday tradition now. Yeah. I love it, man. Excellent. All right, well, let me uh, let me find another story. Dig deep. Balls deep. Got one. All right, uh, Nick, you were talking about mountain climbing earlier uh, with uh, Rob when he was here. Joe. Joe. Yep. But also Rob. Rob. I don't know. Rob, Rob is his nickname. No. They call him Mr. Mr. Rob, Mr. D. Rob D. The D stands for Rob. <laughs> I think, by the way, he's my new best friend. He's awesome. I love that guy. All right. A Nepali Sherpa guide has regained his title for the most summits of Mount Everest after reaching the peak for a world record 27th time. I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. It's cold. You cannot breathe. I'm bringing some fat ass up the side of the mountain. I hate it. (laughs) Fat ass. Hate it. Uh, just three days after a fellow Sherpa climber tied his previous record, uh, Kami Rita. Those Sherpas. So I am perpetually fascinated with these these guys and what they do and their their incredible prowess and how they're sort of genetically just absolutely adept at doing this. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, <laughs> it just I watch it from afar, and I, I would yeah. never want to do this. Uh, Kami Rita reached the 29,032-foot peak while guiding a group of climbers on Wednesday. He set the previous record last year when he scaled the world's highest mountain for a 26th time, passing Dawa. Or no, I'm sorry, that's the name. Passang Dawa tied that record on Sunday. And also on Wednesday, 49-year-old British climber Kenton Cool completed his so se- cool. 17th <laughs> climb of Everest, which marks the most... A sense for any foreign climber. <laughs> we had that guy, uh, Nerms Perja, on the show last yeah. year. Yeah. And he did that um, the documentary called 14 Peaks, which is on, I think, on Netflix. Um, it, it, Steve, I'm the same boat as you. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. But I, there's just got to be something about their genetics where they're able to do these types of things. They are. Where, where people like us never could. They are responsible. There are a lot of people who die, clearly, who do yeah. this. But they are the people who attempt the summit. A right. quarter of the people who attempt the summit at, at Everest 
die. Not yeah. that they don't make it. Yeah, they they flat out die. And these and guys the, are responsible for at least making sure that the people who survive are able to do so. Yeah. By the way, I want to I want to readdress this, and I know we've talked about it before, but there's that famous photo of a huge line of people trying to meet the, the to get to the summit yeah. of, of uh, Everest. And it was explained that the reason that there was a line that long is because the window to reach the summit was so tiny yes. yeah. that if you did not do it then, you were not going to be able to do it. And, and, and they had to all, that was the only, like, Few hours, yeah. and, and you've gone all it. that distance. Yeah. Actually, that's what led to a number of the deaths in the, uh, the 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 book and movie Everest. Is that they were all they had that small window, like we can't come all this way. Yeah. We got to do it, and yeah. by by doing that, they they made it impossible for them to get down again. And a number of them died. And Nims took that photo. He was yeah. on the mountain at that time when that no happened. No kidding. Yeah, he was the one who snapped that famous photo, and it was on the cover of the New York Times. And yeah, I mean. It's just insane. I, I think base camp is at like something like nineteen or twenty thousand feet, which is doable. Um, and I've yeah. said this before in the air, but uh, when Krakauer wrote that book, yeah. Steve, he's flying in Nepal, he's flying in Kathmandu, and they are at thirty thousand feet when they're flying on the on the plane. And he, he realizes as he's doing this, we are now at the height on this plane that yeah. we're going to hike to in a few days. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Rita, who broke the record, has climbed several other world's highest peaks, including K two Cho Oyu. Uh, Manaslu and uh, Lahotse. Oh yeah, there is a. Imagine you you summit Everest. You get up there, and there's Gary Lauer. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> I can't even just can't even breathe. Hey, my bleep! Just turn around. Second Steve Martin. You know, we haven't heard from him for a while. Maybe it's because he's, he's climbing Everest. Yeah. yeah, he's working with the Sherpa. They're great guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, the dude, uh, the Sherpa, jumps off yeah. into a crevasse. Can't take it. I think it's like two months of your time to be able to do this because you have just to, to climatize. But yeah, you have to stay at each base camp yeah. for days. Wow. All right, uh, one more, one more item. All right, let me see here. I'll mention this. A new bill that has bipartisan support in Congress, which is rare these days, uh, would require car manufacturers to include AM radios yeah. in their vehicles as a standard feature. There are some that are getting ready to uh, phase them out. In fact, uh, BMW, Volkswagen, and Tesla have been phasing out AM access, especially in electric cars, because their engines can interfere with the AM sound. So that's yeah, the more, more of the EV thing. However, mm-hmm. here's the thing. They, there, you. A lot of people listen through the apps in the dashboard now, so yeah. you could access those radio stations. I still want yeah. AM. I still want AM as well. Yeah, but right. if people are in a between a rock and a hard place, yeah, um, you know, uh, we have AM stations here, don't we? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right down the hall, we do. Um, yeah, I believe the NAB was uh, lobbying uh, for this. Yeah, because and I didn't think of uh, I didn't think of this aspect of it all, but. When it comes to like emergencies and stuff like it's that, it's very important. Yeah, and and so listen again. You get you're alerted on your phone and all that stuff. I got it, but it, it to me it's just uh, it, to have that there is something cool and also nostalgic for me. Prior to FM, yes, I'm 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 that old, you know, where I remember the clearly the, uh, um, you know, that was that's how I listened to music for sure. years, and then yeah. FM was the thing. That's where all the potheads went. Yeah. It was one of my top three things when I was car shopping. Like I ended up getting a used car because it had an old radio in it that yeah. I could just. 
tune the buttons. Yeah. Just, yeah. just normal. It's a 2017. There's no electronics. I there's no it. screen. I don't want it to look like my phone. I just want a genuine radio. I love radio that much. I see from a... Uh a perspective of uh, like a movie down the road about, uh, you know, an, an apocalyptic uh, dystopian future <laughs> yeah. where the only way we can communicate is through AM radio. I oh. think that, that it's going to be one of those things that they will, will have to fall back on. Do I need to repeat the example of Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one, and I think Marissa, you can yeah, yeah. this, uh, is that uh, when the Cylons attacked, the Battlestar Galactica was the only one that was analog. Uh, and uh, so they were not networked with the other battle stars. Yeah, and that way the uh, the Cylons couldn't uh, couldn't take control. couldn't penetrate couldn't f them up. <laughs> Damn right. We need to hang on to some of that old tech. Uh, so backers of the bill cite the need to ensure that people have access to news, music, talk, and emergency alerts while on the road. So it's kind of a if if you're not a regular AM listener, you will, you can have that as a fallback if you needed it. Where's Steve Tower gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve Tower. I don't know. All right, um, that's all we have time for. Oh. Preston's closing up his junk drawer. Nothing left here in the junk drawer. I haven't written the whole thing yet. It's beautiful. But I'm working on it. It's very uh, Dan Fogelberg. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The leader Long. of the junk drawer's tired and his hands are growing old. Did he do? Longer than there were fishies in the ocean. Higher than any prawns ever climbed. Prawns? I don't know. Okay. Um, let's yep. take what? Just rest in peace, Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> oh. oh. It, it was 2007. Yeah. Oh, man. He's neither dead. of. He also did uh, Old Lang Syne. Yes. Well, same old. Same old Lang Syne. Right. Yeah. He wrote this, too. Let's see. He wrote taps. Fogelberg. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Merci your face. Oh okay. Um, that was rift. It that, was, so yes. when people, oh. people brag about Ella Fitzgerald and <laughs> that was just made up right now. All right, we have to take a break. That happened. I'm going to give away the last pair of t- <laughs> Remember that time we sang Remember? Dan Fogelberg to Taps? <laughs> that was just then. Uh, Michael Carbonaro is playing tomorrow night at the Keswick Theater. Lies on stage. We'll take call number 15, and we will give you those tickets. 215-263-WMMR. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. Weekend, 93.3 WMMR begins our celebration of Preston and Steve's 25 years together. Listen as we recall a quarter century of stupid stunts, A-list guests, legendary live broadcasts, and charitable events that have made our mornings in the Delaware Valley better. Congrats on 25 years, guys. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your mornings. Uh, real quick, uh, Texas says, hey, my name is Brian Kilpatrick, and we are having an air show, Power in the Pines, at Joint Base McGuire-Dix Lakehurst. 
would be awesome if everyone uh, performing can get a shout-out at some point flying Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, sure. Enjoy. Have a good time, guys. And then I got another uh, text that says, pie rules, cake sucks ass. Wow. All right. Wow, okay. People are passionate. Very good. You yeah. know, I, I get it. I don't know why, but they decided to chime in. We weren't talking about pie or cake, were we? Were we, though, really? We do- Oh, you know what? Maybe that was a daily rush that was played during the commercial break. Oh, we oh, did, we did have that conversation. Channel? We yeah. have had that conversation before. I don't know. They're, they're texting. They're not commenting on the stream their text is sending a text to me so we're a multimedia yeah conglomerate <laughs> all right anyhow thank you for your opinion let's do the bizarre file now bizarre. wmmr presents Kristen and steve's bizarre, bizarre file Brought to you this morning by Painting Pups. They deliver the highest quality craftsmanship and service when painting your home. Ask about 0% financing options and book a free estimate today at paintingpups.com. A Chinese comedy troupe has been slapped with a $2.1 million penalty over a joke about the military that involved a slogan from President uh, Jinping. So you got to watch that stuff. The quip, which likened the behavior of a comedian's dogs to military conduct, irked authorities. <laughs> That's very funny. Put them to death. Uh, and they said that uh, the Shanghai uh, Culture Media Company and comic Lee Haoshi, or Haoshi, uh, had humiliated the People's Army. And the company accepted the penalty and terminated Mr. Lee's contract. Have you heard about the Chinese military? It's the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Uh, The offending remark was made during a stand-up performance in Beijing on Saturday when Mr. Lee alluded to two canines he had adopted, which were chasing a squirrel. And he said, other dogs you see would make you think they are adorable. These two dogs only remind me of fight to win, forge exemplary conduct. Wow. That's hilarious. That's a good line. Uh, no, it's apparently it's the the punchline is part of a slogan that the president unveiled in 2013. It's like, where's the beef? As a goal for the Chinese military, uh, audience members could be heard laughing at the joke. Uh huh. So they shot all of those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, that's got to be. I wonder if at any point. You know, we have the Russian singer who couldn't sing actual lyrics yeah. during uh, the uh, Soviet Union days of the Soviet Union. At that time, were stand-up comics doing that as well? That's a good question. (laughs) 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 Oh, you've heard that one. Oh, my God. It reminds me of this scene from Austin and Allie. Press, did you used to watch that show, Austin and Allie? No, huh? Oh, my God. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Steve, in the, in the audience, they're calling out their favorite bits. Yeah, yeah. Can you do the... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> they love it. They love it. All right. Uh, just three months shy of her 100th birthday, Annie Duplock of Leicestershire, England... Checked an item off of her bucket list by taking center stage at Zippo's Circus and becoming a human target for a knife thrower. So she wanted to do this for her 100th birthday. It's pretty interesting. Uh, just three months shy of her 100th birthday. The 99-year-old former circus worker bravely stood at the base of the throwing board during the show's finale on Friday, grinning and leaning slightly under her cane before the knives began whooshing by, creating a rough outline of her body. 
Uh, she said, I've always wanted to have knives thrown at me. Okay. Uh, Duplock said that she persuaded her daughter to ask her former boss, Zippo's, Zippo's founder, Martin Burton. Is this, now, mind you, there have been times when people have been nicked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to help her fulfill her lifelong dream as a treat for her upcoming 100th birthday, and he was all too happy to oblige. After the nerve-wracking display, uh, Duplock confidently proclaimed she really enjoyed the experience, telling the BBC, I'm ready for the next one. So it was her dream to have knives thrown at her, and she got to live out. How, how confident would you be? Would you Would you uh, do that? To stand there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would not like to, but yeah. I would think that I'd, if, if it's somebody who does it for a living, right. then I would feel pretty good about it, I guess, so... Uh, a woman has died and four others have been hospitalized after receiving liposuction and other cosmetic surgeries in Mexico. The individuals aged in their 30s and 50s were diagnosed with fungal meningitis. Oh. Swelling in the membrane surrounding the brain and spinal cord caused by a fungal infection. They all traveled from Texas to clinics in uh, Metamoros on the Mexican border and developed a potentially fatal condition that can cause seizures and a coma three to six weeks later. Remember those people that were abducted uh, and that were, were murdered by the cartel over the border? They were going down for cosmetic surgery. It's unclear what type of fungus the patients were infected with, but cases of C. aureus are rising in the U.S. linked to hospitals not sterilizing equipment properly. CDC and Texas Department of Health issued the warning over the cases on Tuesday, they said that each patient received an epidural when an anesthetic is injected into the area around the spinal cord to numb the pain. So they don't know if it took place when they were getting the epidural or not. But yeah. Pretty messed up. Lipo is a, is a difficult thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then we'll do one more. Let me see. What do I want to end with? Yeah, this one. Um, a local television anchor in Knoxville, Tennessee, was fired allegedly for refusing to change her naturally curly hair. Oh. Tabitha Bartow, who was working as a weekend morning weather anchor on WATE. What the hell's with that hair? Said that on the, Curls! on the third day of her job, her bosses pulled her away from training for her hair appointment, uh, for a hair appointment and shopping spree to find new clothes. After months of being criticized for her appearance, mostly because of her natural curly hair, uh, Bartow said that she was let go on May 9th because her style didn't align with company policy. We're looking at her. The hair is fine. Yeah, Bartow said that it doesn't even sound real. The whole thing just sounds like a joke, and I wish it was. She said she initially thought that the company was only trying to help her in building her image. She said it wasn't necessarily a problem in the beginning because I was just assuming that they were just trying to help me and trying to build my professional image. But I think it was right away when they asked me if I was willing to get my hair relaxed or if you straighten your hair, the curl will fall out over time, and that's what we're looking for. You know, it's funny because I read an article that was kind of talking about this and, and your presentation on TV and then things that are asked for. And I began to notice you, you, most women who have longer hair in broadcast news have straight hair. Yes. You rarely see yeah, yeah. curly hair. Yeah, the if last ever. one I remember here... Do you guys remember traffic reporter Dorothy Krishik? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She had really curly yeah. hair. Yeah. And uh and yeah, and I can't and I was trying to think of any other people that straighten it on out have uh, curly hair. There's a sports reporter on Fox 29. I forget oh, her uh, name. Uh, 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 she's great. She's great. She she does the uh, the show with uh, with Mike Jerry, the yeah. uh, the 215. Curly hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's great. 
But it's it's a rarity. Yeah, it does yeah. Seem well, to be a rarity. Alex, so we, you know when she does her braids when she goes on vacation, like yeah. it's she's showing her natural hair. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyhow, that's the last story in the bizarre file for you. Um, we're going to take a break. It's No Sad Bro Friday, and we're oh. happy about that very thing. Yeah. No sad bro. No. Just a moment. We'll get the lesson question, the trash, and music news. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have, I mentioned this earlier, the I Believe for Preston and Steve Blood Drive uh, is coming up Friday, June 16th. Make an appointment now. WMMR.com. Donation times between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Walk-ups not permitted, so you need to make that appointment, but check the eligibility guidelines online before you sign up, because uh, there might yes. be something that prevents you uh, from donating. We would hate for you to, you know, take all that time to come out and then not be able to have it done. But all that information at WMMR.com and all donors get an I Believe for Preston and Steve tote bag, courtesy of Window Nation, and the newest Preston and Steve Blood Drive t-shirt, which is cool, too. And it's from the American Red Cross. Can you... Yes. Can you believe all, all this stuff is back, and it feels so it feels so good to be back here. Uh, but the uh, the whole thing with the blood drive, we're going to look to try that. We never set a number and try to you know go for a, a, a record, but we're going to we're going to try. Yep. You know. Yep. We're headed to Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia and the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks, and I understand that these signups are going quite well. Love to hear that. So that's wonderful. But we would like more. So let's get you on board. <laughs> Lesson question time. We are going to give away, as a prize, a pair of tickets to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, June 3rd and 4th at Baterfield. Baterfield. Uh, the question I think we'll go with this morning is, who's going to portray Caesar in the Gladiator sequel? 215-263-WMMR. Were you listening? Do you know the answer? Call now. We want to hear from you. Who is going to portray Caesar 
in the Gladiator sequel. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil. It's manufactured on site. They also have leaf compost, decorative stone pavers, and more. Delivery and pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for information. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Billie Eilish and Jesse Rutherford have broken up, according to TMZ. Eilish now describes the two as friends with benefits, where one of those benefits is a deep-seated hatred. (laughs) Singer-songwriter Neo has filed to establish paternity for his two youngest kids, the one he's once he has with current girlfriend, his current girlfriend, which triggered the divorce from his now ex-wife. Neo admits it's all very confusing and says at one point all the wrong documents were filed and he legally became his own mother. Wait, oh what? wow. It's oh. crazy. <laughs> and finally, Disney's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel and Experience is closing after one year. Despite the sad news, Disney says they accomplished their mission of giving Star Wars fans the chance to visit the galaxy far, far away and get ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for an answer to this question. Uh, who is going to portray Caesar in the Gladiator sequel? 215-263-WMMR. Remember, you had to have been listening in order to hear what the answer is. And we will go to Phil. See if Phil knows the answer. Hi, Phil. Good morning. Mickey Dolan's. Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right Mickey to the chase. Mickey Dolan's of the monkeys. Hang on, Phil. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival June 3rd and 4th, Baderfield, presented by Ocean Casino Resort, featuring over 100 breweries, pouring 400 beers. Dropkick Murphys performing on June 3rd and 311 on June 4th. You can visit acbeerfest.com to get your tickets. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dickhead. All right, it's brought to you by Shock ID. Unfortunately, it's not a question of if your business will be hit by a cyber attack. It's a question of question of when. And you can be prepared by protecting your business with shockit.com. That's shockit.com. Yeah. All right. Uh, Courtney Love reveals Kurt Cobain's early lyrics for Smell Like Teen Spirit. Uh, during the latest episode of 60 Songs That Explain the 90s, uh, she's saying two versions of the lyrics. She's saying the first verse, uh, come out and play. Well, do we have the we audio? Have, we should have. Like, or maybe Marissa's coming. getting it now. Oh, that's oh, what Marissa's doing. Yeah. <laughs> that that is warming up. Courtney Love uh, giggling at one point. <laughs> uh, she had said that uh, she wishes that Cobain would have... Well, I'm, I'm, I don't want to give all the lines away because uh, I want to hear her sing it. But uh, all right, well, got anyway, a gorgeous voice. I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Well, the first verse, come out and play. Make up the rules. I know I hope to buy the truth. Who will be the king and queen of all the outcasted teens? And then she sang the chorus. Uh, We're so lazy and so stupid. Blame our parents and the cupids. A deposit for a bottle. Stick it inside. No rule model, I guess is how that goes. So Mm -hmm. she said she wishes that um, Kurt would have kept the king and queen of all the outcasted teens line because she said it would have helped my life a little bit better taking on the crap that me and my daughter have. So, yeah. What she's saying there is that Kurt's desire was to have written the theme song to King of Queens. Oh, the King yeah. of Queens. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even pick That's up what on he's that. talking about. It's because he's, he, uh, he's always had, was fascinated with the UPS. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll come back with the actual audio in a little bit. 
Uh, Deftones celebrate their self-titled album's 20th anniversary with a limited edition ruby red translucent vinyl version of the LP. Mm. Uh, along with the vinyl, the self-titled 20th anniversary collection includes a CD, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, a beer pong set, mm. uh, an incense pack, a mug, and more. All right, so we have the... Oh, Queens. You know the guy that wrote the King of Queens theme, Steve? I didn't know this until just now. Is uh, Billy Vera and the Beaters? Yeah, Billy, Billy Vera, Vera and the Beaters. Beaters. Yeah. What would I... At this moment, which is a think? pivotal moment friends. in... Uh, no, not friends. The Family Ties. Family Ties. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Alex is uh, going to break up with, I think, oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, they play that song, and I remember that dearly as a child, and being very upset that Alex and, and uh, his now actual wife were going to break up. Ooh. That's pretty wild. I, that was a huge hit for that dude. Yeah, yeah it was. And he was a very unlikely-looking guy to have a romantic ballad. He looked like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he had a great voice. He had a terrific voice. Uh, all right, we have the clip of, uh, of Courtney yeah. singing the lyrics. Here we go. Smells like teen spirit, okay? Come out and play. Make up the rules. I know, I hope, to buy the truth. Who will be the king and queen of all the outcasted teens? And then he goes, we're so lazy and so stupid. Blame our parents and the cupids. A deposit for a bottle. Stick it inside. No role model. Okay. Yeah. So those were some of the lyrics that he had played around with for that song. Interesting. Um, this was sad to see. The Smiths guitarist Johnny Marr today paid a touching tribute to his former bandmate Andy Rourke after the supremely gifted musician died at age 59. Writing on his Twitter uh, this morning, Marr said that the bassist had passed away after a lengthy illness with pancreatic cancer. Another one. Yeah, he said, uh, Andy will be remembered as a kind and beautiful soul by those who knew him and as a supremely gifted musician uh, by music fans. I was along, a fan of the Smiths. Along with uh, drummer Mike Joyce, Rourke provided a pounding and melodic rhythm section underlying Marr's pioneering chords as the Smiths became one of Britain's most influential bands during the 1980s. In a lengthy Instagram post, Mar said it was an absolute privilege to play alongside Rourke. He wrote about uh, moving in with Rourke as a boy and how he was one of those rare people that absolutely no one doesn't mm. like. Sad news there. Def Leppard is back today with its first sojourn into the classical field with Drastic Symphonies. The new collection features tracks dramatically reimagined by London's iconic Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Along with new vocals and instrumentation from the band. So here's a little bit of that. We need that. Unnecessary. Yeah. I, 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 good try, though. Yeah. Good, good try, guys. Way to go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> good effort. All right. So, why don't you know that you, you weren't wasting your time, and that will mean somebody who's insane. Uh, like, why? Uh, okay. So, maybe this is just one example, but, like, why not something like uh, Love Bites or something? You know, something that is 
All right. Well, it's not Lower. just that song. Okay, they've, good. they've uh, I think, yeah, I think they're doing a bunch of them. Um, okay. It's, sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a whole album. See, what I would do, the, 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 I talked about buying albums that were the, the uh, London Symphony Orchestra doing a particular band, but it was sans lyrics. Right. And yeah, I just don't, instrumental I think versions. The weakest cool. part of this is, is the, and the lyric mix seems weird. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. I don't like it. Uh, I'm offended. Is that what you're saying? Okay, hang on. I don't they, want it. They do have a uh, Love Bites one. If you want to hear that, just a huh? little bit. It, I think Love Bites kind of lends itself a little bit more to I don't, an I don't. orchestra. I love an orchestra. Skip ahead. Okay. Go, go past this part. Don't ever, in fact, don't ever play this again. All right, here we go. There you That's go. That's staying a little bit more true to the song. Yeah. Yeah. That's original recordings. Sounds like it. Yeah, they don't hit those notes now. It could work. What it could actually work. That's the name. Got something to say. It's better to burn out. Don't start a fire. I can't remember. I don't know. There's no words on it. I can't. There's no words on it. It's um. It's not animal, right? No. Do it live. Not hysteria. Thing sucks. I no. can't read it. There's no. There's no words on it. <laughs> it's from the Pyromania album, and I can't remember uh. what song it is. Listeria, not Listeria. No. Uh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Rock Ages. Of Thank, Ages. You Thank you, Thank you, Marissa, our savior. I had to Google the Offspring and Pretty Fly for a white guy because okay. <laughs> he has the beginning. Yet, I couldn't remember either. <laughs> All right, Rock of Ages is not on this album. Back to you, Preston. Uh, okay, I'm moving on. So there is a new episode of How I Wrote That Song with Lizzie Hale, and it's hosted by our own Sarah Parker. I watched a bit of it. Yeah, Very she's, good. She's doing this series. Uh, she's had a few people on to do this. They talk about the origins of Hailstorm's, Hailstorm's very first uh, hit, I Get Off. <laughs> I Get Off Hard. Uh, the Grammy. I use my entire hand and I pop hard. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking sexual. The Grammy I get off. Nominated song Uncomfortable and the new track called Terrible Things. They also touch on her unexpected radio hit with Daughtry and how to, uh, Lizzie chooses a cover song, mm. swapping gender perspectives in song lyrics and how activism plays a role in her writing process. So, uh, WMMR's Instagram, you can find uh, clips from that now in the full videos on WMMR.com along with uh, Sarah's last interview with Ann Wilson. Luke Spiller. Of the struts is going to be up next. I think that's terrific. I yep. love this peek into her, you know the creative process. Yep. And then finally, one last story, and uh, we got a call from Brooke, the bass player for Froggy. They're playing a gig tonight. They're actually on tour, and they got a show tonight at was it at Silk City? Milk Boy. Milk Boy. No, I'm sorry, Milk Boy. 
um, with Sorry Mom and Slop Tart. <laughs> I love it. I love I love all their names. That's great. Slop Tart's uh, especially wonderful. So make sure you go see our very good friends Froggy tonight at Milk Boy with uh, Sorry Mom and Slop Tart. Yeah. Uh, because they're doing great. And they're touring and it's uh, it's an exciting time for them. And is there a weekend, a Preston and Steve weekend uh, that's going on this weekend? Actually, yes. And I'm glad you, you reminded me about that. So yeah, this weekend on WMMR, I, this is one of my, actually... I'm very proud of this. I'm, I, I, it's huh. cool because they, listen, we get mentioned on the radio station all the time. There's promos and things like that that run. But they're doing a weekend uh, dedicated to us uh, here on MMR. Did they do? They did one before, right? It was based on, was, was it the when we were inducted into the Radio Hall, Hall of Fame? Fame? I, I think, don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was um, quite an honor. So they are going to be playing this weekend um, or recalling some of uh, 25 years of the stunts. A-list guest, legendary live broadcasts, and charitable charitable events. And, of course, nothing could be possible without you, our friends and fans of the show. Uh, And it goes back to our our earliest days together. It's pretty cool. So, uh, the celebration is a week from today, Keenan's Irish Pub. It's unbelievable. (laughs) But it's a Preston and Steve weekend here on WMMR. By this point, uh, next Friday, Preston, we will have lost the ability to hear any high frequency. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it will be amazing. Well, along with this weekend, next week, we're going to have some... uh, Old memories rolling out. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Some fun stuff coming. All right, awesome. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back in a moment, and we're going to wrap up the show. So hang out. We'll be back in just a sec. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Metallica. Larkin Poe. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. A little hiccup before the song started. I mean, I apologize. And yes, I do eat my lunch this early in the day. Because <laughs> we get up a little bit early. So, had to do it. But uh, new Foo Fighters for you on MMR. It's 1043. And we're about ready to wrap up our program for today. It's a... F- Fun show. Yeah, the week has been fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And and again, thank you to Marissa Magnata for Woo! stepping up and filling in uh, for Kathy. Because when, when somebody's out and Marissa comes in and fills in, uh, that adds on to her day. The things that she would normally be doing yeah. while we're in the show, she can't do because she's here on the show. So it Usually she's for, detailing our cars. A longer <laughs> yeah. day. Oh, so. man. I had my car detailed, not by Marissa, the other day. <laughs> It's, it's such a nice feeling. It no, is. It's awesome. It's oh, expensive, yeah. though. How much, it how is. much do you spend? Well, it was because I had some work done on my car, so they actually threw that in on oh, top of the work nice. that was being done. Was, it was, uh, I'll give them a, a shout-out. 3D Body Works in uh, Wayne. They're nice I've guys. Seen that place. Yeah, well, they, they listen to the show all the time, which was funny because, I'm. Um, anyway, they did a really nice thing and went above and beyond, and I, it was nice to have my car detailed. Yeah. Interior detail? Yeah. Oh, nice. And they shine the tires, which is always neat. Ooh. Yeah, fancy black What about tires. the rumble seat? Uh, I don't have a rumble oh, seat. Damn it. I'm I don't even it. know what a rumble seat is. It's a, it's a little seat that used to be in the back of uh, vehicles. It's kind of where the of, trunk is. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. And uh, it was great in collisions because you, you could launch right out of it and <laughs> collide with the building. I love yeah. sitting in that seat, though. That yeah. was, we had a Buick station wagon that I... Oh. Oh, yeah. the, those the the way back, um, the way yeah. way back, is, the way way back. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little different than that. Yeah, but the uh, the we had a Ford Falcon that had, uh, which is a station wagon that had the faux wood paneling on the side, wow. with, with seats that faced backwards. <laughs> yeah, you had a Ford Falcon yep. station wagon oh, with the, fake wood paneling. The whole damn deal. Wow! 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 
before that, I was just about to say how much fun it is to sit in here with you guys, and that just was an example of why, why how fun it is. <laughs> there so, you go. Thanks. I would like to thank, uh, we had a lot of fun with Joe Dombrowski this yeah. morning. Yeah. Nice guy. Mr. D, and he's at uh, Helium Comedy Club, and, I, and he said the, the Friday and Saturday shows are sold out. He said Sunday had like five tickets left. So if you can get them, uh, you are lucky. So make sure you do. Uh, reminder, coolest teacher of the year, a Roman Catholic high school in Philadelphia. You guys get to vote, and you have until Monday. So text word teacher to 39333, and we'll send you the voting link, and we'll be good to go. Shall we do the letter of the day, my man? Yes, you didn't even ask me how I was. But... Oh, <laughs> how are you? Wow. Because sometimes mind. I'll ask you that, and then you'll just give me an answer to something completely different than what I just <laughs> asked you. Roads are being paid. Yes, I knew it. There it is. And there it is. Uh, how you doing? Can we do the letter, please? <laughs> Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. The Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Just trying to help the show move along. <clears throat> oh. Uh, oh, it is O. Oh. Oh, all right, the letter is up. Like uh, Olive. Uh, let's, oh, my balls. Let's say oh, call that. number 8 at 215-263-WMMR and uh, give you the prize if you know the word of the week. So call in now, my friend. Uh, what's up in your world, dude? Well, we will have another pair of passes for the Revivalists uh, coming in to break in our new performance space uh, next week. Uh, studio passes uh, to be part of our studio audience for that. That's uh, going to be fun. And uh, <clears throat> we have workforce blocks of Cheap Trick uh, at the Hard Rock tomorrow. Uh, and Pete Townsend for his birthday, which is today. And uh, we'll do a nice block of Baru Review, uh, the band I love so much from Philadelphia uh, started about the same year I did, and uh, they were playing tonight at City Winery, which is a beautiful room downtown yeah. in the fashion district. <clears throat> I thought they didn't play anymore. I thought or, no, they is um, rare occasions or they play about four or five times a year. Okay, <clears throat> all right. And so they uh, they were going to do a 40th anniversary thing, and then the COVID thing, so everything got pushed back. But um, uh, yeah, they're playing. They play maybe. We might get a spring show and a fall show and a Christmas show. They got these activities. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. They, they're seasonal, uh, but they're amazing, and they sound better than ever. Uh, Bob Brew and company. So they'll be at City Winery on Filbert Street tonight uh, and citywinery.com slash Philadelphia. Get your tickets, and I will be hosting this evening, so we'll do a block. Excellent. All right, we're going to go to the phones, try to get a winner. We're looking for the word of the week, and it is Eric, who is caller number eight. Hey, Eric, good morning. Yeah. Good morning. How are you? Awesome. All right. So, Eric, what is the word of the week, please? Macho. YMCA. That is correct, Eric. Macho is the wordo. And we're going to give you a pair of tickets and meet and greet passes with rival sons for their show on uh, Saturday, June 3rd at Franklin Music Hall. So, congratulations, buddy. Oh, thank you. You got it. Hang on. We'll get the info and we'll take care of it. Don't forget the show features uh, the record company and Star Crawler as well. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. 
and a second chance to win tickets and meet and greet passes is on the contest page at WMMR.com. So there we go. Oh, I just added the village people. Oh, oh that's great. No way. Wow, yeah. That's great. As, uh, at, uh, for, at the event? Yeah. Uh, oh, Caters. That's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. That's phenomenal. At least, um, yeah, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to thank our sponsors, the Preston and Steve Show. Brought to you today by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill at the Jersey Shore. Please enjoy. <laughs> Please enjoy Coors Light responsibly. <laughs> and also brought to you by Trinity Rehab with locations all over and now open in King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. Uh, next week, uh, comedian Brian Callen. He's oh, always great. He's great. Uh, he will be joining us. And also celebrity designer Nate Burkus will yes. be on the program. Nate Burkus. Yes, absolutely. And... We'll be broadcasting live from Keenan's Irish Pub in North Oh, my God. It's yeah. Christmas. It is Christmas time at the Shore. The official opening of the Jersey Shore. So we're stoked about it and all of the information at PrestonAndSteve.com. That is it. We're done. Ray John, have a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers USBP.